is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Uvalde, Texas, school's police chief has been fired three months to the day of the school shooting massacre that took place at Robb Elementary School. Another agency called police response an abject failure. Correspondent Janet Shamlian is in Uvalde. On the day of the shooting, Arredondo attempted to negotiate with the gunman, spending time searching for a master key to the classrooms, though the door was likely unlocked. A July report from the Texas House Committee said he wasted precious time and failed to perform in his assigned role as incident commander. But Arredondo has said he didn't believe he was commander. The report also saddled school administrators and the entirety of law enforcement with responsibility for the tragedy. We got a mixed bag of economic reports this morning. CBS's Linda Kenyon. First, the Commerce Department says gross domestic income adjusted for inflation rose 0.3% in the second quarter, down from 0.5% in the first quarter. Still, continued growth is an encouraging sign for the economy. Sign-ups for first-time jobless benefits down by 2,000. Reports just in southern Ukraine's Zaporizhia power plant has been disconnected from the grid. IAEA Director General Rafael Grossi says international inspectors hope to be on their way within days. We need to be there. We need to be there soon. Kiev accepts it. Moscow accepts it. We need to go. And we are going to be there hopefully very, very soon. A Ukrainian official says the death toll from a Russian attack on Independence Day yesterday is up to 25. It includes an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old child. A teacher strike in Ohio could be over soon. WBNS-TV's Tino Ramos. This was kind of a hush meeting that went on. Nobody knew where it was taking place, but this was a marathon session in the Columbus Board of Education as well as the teachers' union. They did. They came up with what they're calling a conceptual agreement. But the bottom line with all this is if approved all the way through, well, it could be on Monday that the students will return to in-class learning. A jury's awarded Kobe Bryant's widow Vanessa $16 million over sheriff's deputies who shared photos of the helicopter crash that killed her NBA star husband and their 13-year-old daughter. Correspondent Carter Evans in L.A. They deliberated for only four hours before reaching a verdict. The L.A. County Sheriff's Office and Fire Department are going to have to split responsibility for the payout since the jury found both infringed on Bryant's constitutional rights. Washington Post reporting Tesla's demanding an advocacy group take down video of cars hitting child-sized mannequins. Dow up 88. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Big, big Tech and the Deep State have an alliance to stop Donald Trump. Dick Morris reveals their dark plan in his new book, The Return. It also reveals Trump's secret plan to win in 24. A number one Amazon bestseller, The Return says America is at risk. Newsmax says you must read it. Get Dick Morris's The Return or see the free offer and save $28. Call 800-NEWSMAX, 800-NEWSMAX, or go to thereturn911.com, thereturn911.com. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up. Hedge against inflation and the downturn in the stock market. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help make an investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you are an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. Call 1-800-278-7455. That's 1-800-278-7455. 
A major league record falls thanks to a starting pitcher's pinpoint accuracy. 24-year-old right-hander George Kirby on the mound looking for his... Seattle right-hander George Kirby facing the Washington Nationals. Three pitches, off strikes. Good start for George Kirby. Early accuracy on the Mariners network. But George just continues to throw strikes and pound that strike zone. And by the second inning... Since 1988, no pitcher has ever thrown 22 consecutive strikes to begin a ball game. But Kirby wasn't quite It ends at 24. 24 consecutive strikes thrown by George Kirby. A major league record in a 3-1 loss. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Journal of Infection documents the case of one unlucky man in Italy. He tested positive for COVID, monkeypox, and HIV all in the same day. Unidentified 36-year-old had been back nine days from a trip to Spain where he had unprotected sex with six other men. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Morning, everybody. Nice start. Nice day today. Mostly sunny, but hot. Uh, Less humid. That's the good news. 87 shoreline, 90 degrees inland. Tonight, partly cloudy, 68. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds. Chance for isolated to scattered afternoon and evening storms. Some storms could be strong to severe. We've gone ahead and issued an early morning weather alert for tomorrow. Otherwise, it's going to be hot and humid tomorrow. 86 shoreline, 89 degrees inland. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, slight chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures in the low 80s. Sunday, partly to mostly cloudy, slight chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures in the low to mid 80s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. Good morning. This is Jimmy Lane sitting in for Marty Hausberger with WICH State and local news here on your Thursday morning. Fire heavily damaged an unoccupied mobile home at 435 High Street in the Mystic section. Displacing one resident, Groton Town Police said. A fire was reported at 5.45 p.m. by a neighbor who saw smoke coming from the top of the trailer. Rescued a dog and a cat from the home, police said. No one was injured. Ballard's Beach Resort is being allowed to serve alcohol once again after winning an appeal. The business was held responsible by the town of New Shoreham for the events on Victory Day, August 8th. There were fights at Ballard's during a popular reggae music festival with more fighting ensuing on Block Island Ferry going back to the mainland. Eight people were arrested. Five men are facing federal charges, accusing them in a scheme to steal and sell catalytic converters. Prosecutors say Alexander Kalitsis of Wolcott owned an East Hartford warehouse where catalytic converters were purchased from a network of thieves. They're accused of taking the stolen devices and then selling them to scrapyards in New York and New Jersey. State regulators are allowing Eversource and United Illuminating to resume shutoffs of electricity and gas to customers with hardships. Thousands of utility customers have been exempt from being cut since the beginning of the pandemic. The Public Utilities Regulatory Authority has ruled that the shutoffs can resume in May of next year. The average amount of a hardship customer is around $2,300 for Eversource and $1,800 for UI. Yesterday in sports, good news for Connecticut Sun fans. They are advancing to the WNBA semifinals after a 73-58 win over the Dallas Wings in Game 3 of the first-round series. And the Blue Jays delivered the Red Sox a third straight loss yesterday, beating Boston 3-2 in 10 innings. Today is going to be hot, less humid, with a high of 90, and thunderstorms are in the forecast for tomorrow. Sitting in for Marty Hausberger, this is Jimmy Lane, and that's WICH State and Local News. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Howdy folks. 
many house burgers off today. He's, uh, we've all been through it. If you ever have a, a pet, um, they had to put his dog to sleep, and it's dramatic. Dogs are very much part of a family, and if you've ever had one, a dog or a cat, you know what that's like. In the meantime, good morning. Hope you're doing well. Have you seen any dinosaur tracks recently? This is am- I'm amazed at this. Think about it. 113 million years ago, they just re- discovered dinosaur tracks due to severe drought conditions at the Dinosaur Valley State Park. Dinosaur tracks from around 113 million years ago revealed at the park. Most tracks that have recently been uncovered and discovered at different parts of the river in the park belong to... Why do I put myself into this? A croaking thesaurus, <laughs> which is my fake of the day. This was a dinosaur that would stand as an adult about 15 feet tall, weigh close to 7 tons. Park's postperson Stephanie Salinas Garcia told CNN in the email. The other species that left tracks behind in the park in Glen Rose, Texas, was another one I can't pronounce, which would be about 60 feet tall and weigh about 44 tons as an adult. I don't know how people dealt with those things uh, back then, 113 million years ago. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning to you, Mr. Stowe. Hey, Larry, number one. Seen any dinosaur tracks where you are? No, no. But I'm going to yell. I'm going to yell at you today for not uh, uh, for being there for 52 years, and you still don't know how to hit the uh, delay button yet. Why? What? Did, what was I supposed to put, hit the delay button for? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you didn't hear yesterday at five minutes to two after your guest went off the show, and then I called, and then a person called right after me and called me a racist on your show. I heard the word racist. I had no idea what she, she was. She talking mentioned about. my name, Larry. Uh huh. Okay. okay, she meant it to me, and you didn't hit the delay button. And guess what? There was a lot of people that heard that, and I got two responses on, on my Facebook that even heard it from your radio station. Well, so this doesn't make me look good when you don't delay the button on these people who call. I've never called anybody on your show a racist. I've been calling you for over 15 years. Well, I'm sorry that happened, Larry. I could not understand I, what she was saying. How come your podcast is not up today from yesterday? Because I want to put the podcast back up to try to get the voice uh uh, recognition because uh, I don't think you should let this person, if identified, back on your show again. I think the person should be banned from your show for life. These you, people should be cut off and banned from your life who call people you must be, r- uh, racist and other names you, like this. You must have better ears uh, than I do. I thought it was a completely incoherent call. No, I, I got perfect ears. Okay, when you got other people that hear it and they call me and tell me that they heard it and they put it on Facebook and tell me that they heard it, I know I'm not dreaming. Okay, well, we know you're not a racist, and obviously she doesn't know you at all either. No, she's a moron. Listen, it sounded like a woman, but the who the person one is a moron. They probably got a zero IQ. They, uh, they, they don't call and give any, any common sense debates. This is their whole lifestyle. It's just to call and call people uh, uh, names and then hang up the phone. That's, their, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's what they do. Well, everybody that knows you knows that's not true, and uh, well, sorry I missed it. I would have cut it off. Yeah, it was right after I called you yesterday, right after your desk went off in the air. I know it was somebody ranting, and it was like, and then they hung up quickly. I 
That's well, about all I, I don't got think out. it was the woman. I called and I, I complained about the woman that called. The woman calls once in a while. I, I, she's a nice woman. I don't disagree with her about her politics all the time, but she called and she kind of got on your guest uh, about being uh, a Democrat when he sounded like a Republican, and then she also stated again she brought up January sixth and she brought up Fox News, which just, just drove me absolutely uh, uh, berserk. You know, she has this a right always, to her opinion. You know that. Yeah, she has a right to do anything, but just don't you have anything else to say when you call your your show? Would you get bored of me if I kept telling you the same thing about Donald Trump and January sixth every day of the week? I mean, you you know. You, Geez, say something else once in a while, or at least at least have have some facts about stuff that you're gonna. Uh, um, I don't know where these people get their news from, or what. Pay. You know, I read the Wall Street Journal, I read the New York Post, I read the Day, and I read the Bulletin. That's four papers. There's five TV stations I watch. I watch uh, Shepard Smith on CNBC. I like him. I watch ABC News with uh, uh, Muir, David Muir which is, of course, a mainstream media station from 6.30 to 7. I watch a little of Fox News, very little, and then I watch Newsmax and News Nation. So I think I'm pretty diverse in my, in my uh, either uh, uh, reading the newspapers or, or watching the news to try to get different um, opinions on stuff. Do you think so? Well, I think it's a good thing to, that you do that. I wish more people did. They get a variety of opinions yeah. and then make up their own they get, mind. Listen, they want to call me an idiot or a moron. I don't care about that. That ain't going to bother me. I don't call a radio station in front of hundreds of people, thousands of people, call me a racist on the radio station, okay? Because I'm pissed. I'm really pissed. Don't do that because if I find out who did it and who it is, they're going to know where I'm coming from. Larry, everybody knows that you're not. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, most people who know me would know that I'm not, but that's not the point. The point was it was said over your radio station. That's the point. And could you find out why your podcast is not up? Because I want to pull that up from yesterday, and I want to know well, why I, your podcast is not I up, up to the, yesterday's uh, show. I talked to the gentleman who puts it on every day, and he uh, he's going to put it on. It should be on this morning. Okay, I appreciate that. Okay, buddy. I want to I, I want to pull that up, and I hope you pull it up also when it's up so you can get that. It happened right around five minutes to two yesterday. Okay. Thanks. Okay? Yep. Take care, buddy. See you. Hello, welcome to the program. Do how are you? All right, thank you. I have to say this. I am overly, overly overjoyed that Larry finally spoke up and said something about callers. That I, I'm just overjoyed. That's all I have to say. Larry is 100 percent on on the dot, and I agree with him totally of what he just commented on because it's true. I listen, I don't call all the time, and I listen to people that repetitively go on and on and on about something, and it's, it's where they get their news, I don't know, and, that, and as if everybody has their opinion when they call you, and you have to take these all in, because that's kind of like your job, and you listen, well, I want, and you I have want your to let them be heard. The story. Mm-hmm. But uh, Larry was right on, 100%, God bless Larry, because I'm glad finally someone saying something about it because it does get repetitive after a while and I know people that listen and they say we stop listening because and they love you but when the repetitiveness of somebody that calls all the time and says the same thing over and over and the facts that they have or are they facts um, is just very it's true you have a caller there you don't 
I mean, you be respectful. You may have your opinions on your political side of things, but all I have to say is I'm so overjoyed that Larry finally said something, and God bless you, Larry, because you are right on the dot. All right, thank you. Hey, we're off and running today. It's a little warm for running. I've been called a racist a few times on this program, and, uh, you know, thought it was ridiculous. I remember once uh, or twice or three times um, I criticized that something I thought was wrong with Barack Obama, and boom, people zeroed in on me, called me a racist, but I know I'm not, so it doesn't bother me. You're in the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. How are you? All right. Thank Um, you. I just have one quick comment um, about Larry's comment, which I 100% agree with him. She is rude, the woman that calls, and she's very combative with you. Every time she calls, she has a big problem about Trump. Um, I think everyone's just getting tired of hearing that, and I don't blame Larry for getting upset. Racist is a terrible word to call somebody, especially just, you know, in the world that we live in now. Um, so that's all I have to say. And I love your show, and I very rarely call, but she really made me mad yesterday listening to her tone of voice and... She's very condescending, and that's all I have to say. All right. Thank you for your opinion. Thanks. I appreciate it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hey, to be fair, you know, uh, people bash Biden quite a bit on the program, including myself, so got to be fair about these things. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Good morning. All right. I'm 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 in the mood for some good chatter, whichever way, whichever direction you want to go with it. <laughs> Let's take this call before the break. You're on the air. Hi. Good morning, Father Stu. Spiritual is here. Hello, my spiritual friend. Thank you for that uh, email about how naughty men are compared to women. Well, I wanted to uh, thank you for talking about it yesterday. I, I tuned in just a little late Yeah, I read yesterday. it. I read it on the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I heard you talking about it, and I, I think... That was a very helpful thing that you did, and you are a helpful person. I try and to be. I can't. Sometimes I wonder. I wonder how Stu has been able to take calls for so long and, and hear people call in with complaints and all different kinds of uh, comments. I mean, you you really uh, have special skills. Hey, sometimes we all need to vent about something. We may not agree with the event or, but yeah, uh, that, that sort of leads me to what Larry, the police officer, said this morning. Now, I know a lot of people get upset when they hear the the word racist, but I believe it has different connotations. It's not always what some people think it is when it's said, and it's a person is asked what it is they mean when they use the term racist, they might find out they, they mean something that the person doesn't even realize what they're saying. They're just saying it because it maybe something uh, is racist and, and, and a person is participating in something that is racist or, uh, or some kind of a program and the person may not even be aware of it. I don't know if that makes any sense. Well, you know, some people say some 
stupid things, and uh, they're not really racist. They just, uh, you know, say a word, and then they think of, oh, I shouldn't have said that or this or that. Um, well, some people think, you know, we live in a, a racist country. You know, perhaps we have had some issues with racism in the, in the past, but I know we have. Of course. And and we're tr- still trying to deal with some of them, and, and, and we're dealing with them in different uh, uh, parts of our, our country, you know, the law enforcement, politics, it's all over the place, and I think that's one of the big reasons so many people have a difficulty uh, communicating with one another on your show and elsewhere, because we're going through this difficult period in our time, and I think it needs someone needs to talk about it. And I know a lot of times the politicians don't talk about it, and they, they leave it to the people. And then you have all the, all of the people in this country over three hundred and fifty million people, and different states, different governments, and so on and so on. And it gets, gets very complicated, and that's the word. It's complicated. Well, I believe less people are racist these days. However, I don't think it helps the matter when everybody's calling everybody a racist and they're not. Yeah, I think that's what we should get to the bottom of. I mean, not just for uh, Larry, but for everybody. I think we need to get to the bottom of how that term is being used Mm -hmm. and what it implies. Well, it's being used for a lot of political reasons, I believe, from Washington, personally. It's it's used sometimes, unfortunately, improperly but uh, I hope you have a nice weekend still and you're doing a wonderful job and a happy birthday again thanks for the good emails I appreciate it All right, goodbye hello welcome to the program good morning Hey, good morning, Stu. Yes, Joey. Hey, man I love that guy that that, uh, congressman 22 years I liked what he had to say I really did, Stu he he reminded me of the colonel talking he's straight you know what I learned a guy like him, he's been there. Larry's been on the police force. But Larry's far from a, uh, uh, a racist, believe me. Larry is one of the coolest guys I ever met as a police officer. I never feared police officers. I remember when he was a cop. I remember when he's retired, seeing my wife tell me he's, he's just a great guy. And uh, I'm bummed out because at 10 of. I'm trying to listen to your show, and I had a important phone call, and I wanted to tell him, please call me back, and I wanted to hear the end, and, and I did hear Larry. I'm trying to listen to you, or Larry, and I'm trying to listen on my phone. It was stupid. I should have, you know, and I didn't get the closing of your show, but I was hearing Larry, but I wasn't hearing him because I got my radio on, but I have it low, and I was trying to hear him and listen to what I was listening on the on the phone. So I, I missed out on that. But you had a great guest yesterday afternoon. Well, Steve, is far- um, he's a very intelligent man. 22 years, he was representative. Yeah. I mean, people liked him. He was, for the most part, a Democrat. He's just yeah. honest with his feelings, that he feels that he doesn't like what's happening to our country. And he wanted to call and talk about it. I thought it was great, Stu. And uh, like I said, you know, he's got a lot of experience in everything he said. I, I, you know, I, I'm affirmative with him because it, it just makes sense what he's saying. And, and oh God, it was so good. And uh, really, I feel bad that Larry has to be pissed off. He don't deserve to be pissed off. And whoever called in, I hope you find out who it was because uh, I don't know if they should be banned from your radio station. But I'll tell you, there are a couple of sarcastic people that call and, well, and listen, get the little. 
You know, it gets it, a little big sense too. And that's it's not okay. Cool. That's all right. That's okay. Really, if they can get mad at me, that's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, but, but so many people love you, and you bring so much joy you know, to the radio. That's why not everybody. And, and all, uh, everything you do, you help people. You're just a great guy, and everybody knows it, man. So well, I don't that know. That doesn't mean they have to huh? agree with me. That's all right. Yeah, and it's you're, okay, so, Joe. you're so mellow about it. And, uh, and well, you're a true blue. You're a true blue. Prof- I'm getting ready to go out. I gotta get. I gotta go to. I'm getting picked up. But anyhow. Okay. You're, you're such a professional guy, man, and you, you know how to handle it, man. You've been through all the ropes, and you know all the you know well, it. So. I, I get it that people need to have their say. You cannot you cannot shut people up with an opinion, as uh, right. it's been happening too the last few years. People have lost their jobs because of their opinion, and that's that's how you lose a country. I, I agree with you so much, Stuart. I'm going to be back after the 11 o'clock, and I'm going to listen to your show the rest of the day. Okay, have Keep a good day. Keep it up, day. man. You're, you're awesome, dude. And, and Larry, is, my hat goes off to Larry, man. He's one hell of a guy. All right, thank you. I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say, well, uh, you know, they don't let people have their say. And then if I wouldn't let people have their say, then you would believe the people that have been harassed because of their political positions never should happen in the workforce. We'll be right back, 89-5252. W-I-C-H AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 W-I-C-H and 94.5 FM. Fox News commentary. American Express faces a class action lawsuit for allegedly discriminating against white employees. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, beat the largest timeshare company in federal court and has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-393-1881. That's 800-393-1881. Any kind is unacceptable, and that also means when it's directed towards white people. A former American Express employee filed a class action suit against his former employer this week, alleging the company exhibited callous indifference to civil rights law and fired him for being white. In the suit, he also sounded off on racially discriminatory policies, particularly in the wake of George Floyd. The employee even directly called out the CEO of his company for engaging in anti-police rhetoric and making it clear any difference of opinion wasn't welcome. Amex, of course, denies these claims. There's a whole lot more in the law lawsuit, and sadly, none of it's surprising. In an effort to promote racial equality, many companies took that to mean admonishing white people simply for being white. Like I said, racism of any kind against any race should be extinguished, and this lawsuit just might aid in that mission. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, September 1st for a regional job fair presented by The Day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Mystic Marriott Hotel and Spa. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details, register to attend, and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash jobfair. There's a bunch of summer left. Today will be about 90 degrees. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, I can't wait till it's over with. You love that cool weather. I know that. Oh, man. The the the, the, rain, the rainy days we had, they were just the best. <laughs> the, 
People get better on rainy days. Have well, you ever noticed that? If you don't have too many of them, then they get then they miss the sunshine and get well, grouchy. Yeah, yeah, but when it's it's a balance, and for some reason, this particular part of Connecticut, they they say on the weather reports how dire it is. Oh, the drought. Oh, they over-dramatize everything. And come on, we've been through all of this stuff all our lives. Well, there are people, of course, you know about the the, the uh, floods in parts of the country. Yeah, which are I disastrous. understand that. But in our part, uh, no, I, I totally understand. Well, we've had, yeah, not too much rain for sure. But they, they over-dramatize things, and, and they just, uh, the weather people. But this stuff was... Larry, you know, Larry is such a fine person, and I feel terrible that he, his, his feelings are really hurt from the comments, but don't worry, Larry, we all know you're fine. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, I don't think it was more than 20 seconds, it was a rant, the person hung up right away, and yeah, uh, I couldn't understand it much either. Yeah, I think I caught it, and and I was so puzzled because I was thinking, what? Yeah, it was... What? But the other thing I had to say is that, oh, and your birthday was recent? August the 22nd, Leo, Virgo on the cusp. Well, (laughs) well, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy, 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 joy, joy. (laughs) But, no, that's not even a but, that's an and, um... The one thing that I think makes your particular program last so long is that you do have a very peculiar uh, sense of balance on all of your guests. You treat them all so well-balanced. Are you saying that I'm well-balanced? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Well, yeah. Don't you ever say that to me. As a uh, radio personality... You keep your balance. You seldom lose your temper. I mean, you can. T- we 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 that listen a lot. We know <laughs> if you do, and you always keep it in check. And I've always, all my life, because I know how difficult it is. I've always admired people that I because I watch people, and you can see when people are just holding it in. Mm-hmm. And they may be seething, but on the outside, they're projecting confidence and calm. And that's the one thing that you can do that some of your uh, the substitutes, they, they are not old enough, and they are not of the temperament to be able to do it. You know, that's what makes your show unique. That's why it's so long-lasting. Well, aren't you nice? Thank you. No, that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that. And I'm sure Carol keeps you very well balanced. But that's just your personality, that's all. And you're you're totally suited for for this genre, you know, the radio. My goodness, don't stop now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like you're a looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not John Wayne. Hello, how are you today? <laughs> what do you say, Pilgrim? <laughs> but oh, Larry, don't worry. Your 
Larry is really a fine man. No, he's a good man. I know that. Most yes. people that know him know that and uh, listen know that. So, you know, yes, we some do. people can just, you know, maybe they just call and listen for 10 seconds and they will. Well, I We should never assume things until no, you really get to know something. Never assume, never presume. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, All right. Thank you, Stu. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hello. Hi. It wasn't me. Okay. It wasn't you. <laughs> so I, I must have missed it because I didn't hear that until everyone seems to be talking about it this morning. But um, if you could play a snippet of It's a Beautiful Morning by the Rascals, that would kind of, um, no, I don't a good know, song. maybe uh, soften things up a little bit, you know. But everybody's got a vent, and, uh, you know, that's uh, okay. But it's okay that I missed that, too. So, Well, people, uh, you know, sometimes they hear something in a, and it's not really correct, and they jump to conclusions, and, and some exactly. people who... You know, I was going to say that about jumping uh, to conclusions, because um, things are tense today, so people are going to express themselves. Mm-hmm. And you've got somebody expressing themselves, and then you got somebody receiving the information, and it can be interpreted in a lot of ways, but you got to be careful of your words, you know? Well, everybody should be careful of their words. They don't want to intentionally hurt somebody, but we're human, and sometimes we get mad and we say something. We think, well, what did I say that for? You know, these things Yeah, happen. I've said that myself. Of you course. know, like, whoa. Sometimes you, you got to, like, uh, backstep a little bit and think before you say. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, my guess is, uh, whoever that was that said that, um, probably comes from a sensitive group, or you know, I, have I no, don't know. I, you I know, have no idea. You know, there's some, in, but, um, some people that, walk around with a chip on their shoulder. Some people, uh, because they have been harassed from time to time, project it like everybody's that way. You know, there's a lot of reasons. Yep, you're making sense. Oh my God! Thank you. All right, thank Bye-bye. you. It is a beautiful morning in the good old summertime. All right, just make it legal, all right? Beautiful morning. All right, thank you. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Hey, yeah. Oh, you know that one that, that I heard that little insult snippet? Well, oh, I got mine, too, right at the end anyway, too, from Maria. I mean, every, I don't know. People were in a bad mood yesterday. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but I bet that's a cop hater. That is your atypical cop hater, the kind that go around New York City throwing Molotov cocktails and rocks at the cops. This is what I bet that person was. Didn't sound normal, whatever it was. But anyway, Larry shouldn't worry about it. We all know who he is. Yeah, he's he shouldn't. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there was a couple of little articles in the paper yesterday that nobody made a mention of. But you will. Yeah, I will. Paul Pelosi gets five days in jail. Right. And three years probation DUI. Has to pay a $5,000 fine. I thought that was funny. Uh, Hungarian weather service official gets fired after the wrong forecast. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can believe anything these days, and it's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. He, they predicted a really bad storm, and it never came, and they canceled all their fireworks and some big hoopla, so they fired them. But you know what I heard on New York 
news this morning. What did you hear on New York? Lay it on me. Okay. Well, first of all, you know the um, uh, ones Governor Abbott is sending up? They all got bracelets. They all have bracelets on their wrists, right? But when they get to New York City, the Port Authority, they cut the bracelets off so no one can trace them. That's not right. And so they're helping them out. And Joe Biden is going to send 10,000 Ukrainians to New York City, and 100,000 are allowed in the country. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a lot of people. I think they, you know what, I think they already got 8,000 from, from Texas so far. Yeah, they, you know, children are dying coming over the border. There's, uh, you know, drugs coming over the border, and uh, there's uh, gang members. But, you know, good old Joe, he doesn't talk about that. Yeah, and um, but, uh, later in the afternoon, are you going to have a guest? I have a guest for a half hour at 1 o'clock talking about... Uh, Addiction to uh, cell phones and computers. Oh, yeah, that can happen because mm-hmm. you get, can get every kind of info off of the uh, cell phone now because they're a little old computer in your hand, you know? Well, young people can't get off those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All okay, right. Okay, well, um, Talk to you I later. won't hold up the show. Maybe I'll call back at 11 because okay. I know I had one more thing to say, right. but I wanted to say what I heard on the radio this morning. All right, Susie, thank you. Okay. Talk to you later. Yep. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, good. Stu, good morning. How are you? All right, sir. Thank you. Good. Great show yesterday, um, as usual. I wish I was on vacation more because I'd be able to listen to you all the time. You mm. know, it's funny. This week, I think I've called you three times. I, I think uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and now today. Usually, I just listen, but for some reason, I don't know, maybe because I'm getting older, I feel like calling in. <laughs> well, and that's uh, good. Time. I'm glad you do because, you know, we got make up some time because you're working. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, the other thing I wanted to say was with Larry, um, yeah, I've worked with people for over 40 years, uh, kids with challenging behaviors, and one of the things that really gets them going is when somebody says something mean about them, and what works for me almost every time, I never say all the time or never, I try to, I try to avoid <laughs> those words, but most of the time what works is how important is that person who said this? To you, how important are they to you? They're not your mother, they're not your father, they're not your brother, not your wife. Mm-hmm. And to the kids, when I offer that, that seems to help them. So I say the same thing to Larry. This woman isn't important to him or man, whoever it was. I didn't hear it. I think it was a woman. Um, I think it was a woman. Yeah. So, but it the doesn't way matter. I, I, the way the way I get kids to let things go is to remind them. This person, I don't want to be mean and say means nothing to you, but really means nothing to you. So don't let their opinion, because you can't change people's opinion. Um, you know, if they don't want to, you know, some people that that's what they want to believe, and they believe it, and uh, that's it's, right. It's tough, you know. Some people do change, but I don't know. It's difficult for sure. Well, they change. They change because they want to change. They might hear mm-hmm. something or see something, and they're open to it. And they're like, oh, you know what? I never thought of it that way. And then they change. But they change on their time, not on my time, not on your time. You know? And that's why I always say one last thing, and then I'll let you go. I don't want to talk too much. Is that if I ever became a politician, my thing was stop trying to change the way people think. It's all about behavior. Now, if their behavior becomes aggressive, that's when we stop them. That's when we put an end to it. But 
if people want to walk around saying, I don't like this, I don't like this, you know, let them have their opinions. As long as they don't cross that line. You cross the line, it's a different story. Well, that's a serious uh, problem we have in this country now because people who don't cross the lines, who happen to say, I'm for this candidate or that, have been harassed. And it's the same in college. They're doing the same thing to other students in college if they have different political points of view. What bothers me, being an educator my whole life, like I said, for over 40 years, is that we're the ones who need to take charge of that. So, like, when I would see a bully, um, my deal was I would step in between the bully and the kid he was bullying, mm-hmm. and I would tell the bully, don't look at him. Your problem's with me now. Your problem's with me. And when, when you're a teacher or you're law enforcement, that's the attitude you have to take. The person who's the aggressor... Um, they're the ones that you got to deal with, and you got to put an end to their behavior. Not not the way they feel. Well, I don't like them because of whatever. Well, go ahead. Don't like them. I'm not trying to change your mind. Don't like me. Mm-hmm. But don't cross that line. If you cross the line, you got to be stopped. Well, you've got very good insight. It's great to hear from you. Well, thank you. Thanks for... You know, you say things like that to me. I hope my wife is listening. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's like when when that caller came in and was saying all those wonderful, true things about you. I said to myself, I wonder if Stu's wife is sitting at home thinking, ah, if, if they only knew him <laughs> like I do. <laughs> we all have so many personalities, don't we? All right. Well, you've got a great one. Thanks for being you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good hearing from you. Uh, let's. Uh, whoops, we lost somebody on the other line. Hey, everybody has a grouchy day. Everybody loses their temper. It's how you do it, you know? I mean, there's things that... People are mad at me for for my political opinions. Some people are mad at me. Some people understand. And I try to hold back when I think that other people just are not hearing the other side of an issue. But they have every right to feel that way. But you just have to keep you cool. Be right back. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I'm floored. I'm floored, too. It feels good to be floored. I'm floored, and I like it. Thanks to Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough for all of your flooring needs. Not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing is available for qualified buyers. By the way, thanks to all of our loyal customers for voting us best flooring company by Reader's Choice for another year. Remember, Clough comes to your home to measure and give you an estimate for free. We stand behind our floors. Ask about our Carpet One beautiful guarantee and get ready to be floored with Cloughs. Family owned since 1972. Across from BJ's on Crossroads and Waterford. And at Clough Carpet One Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. 
the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. By the way, I do lose it sometime, and usually it's at the television set. I do. In fact, it was last night I yelled at the TV because I had heard uh, some of the news, and now they want to get rid of the word pedophile. Like it's too offensive. Not the person who's the pedophile is too offensive. The word is. And I did yell at the TV. And I like to apologize to my TV. But my TV is a smart TV and would understand why I was mad. You're on the air. Welcome. Yes, good morning, Stu. Good morning. Yeah, uh, that was a, uh, the most uh, ridiculous thing I heard uh, on your radio station uh, yesterday about Larry. Well, a lot of people caught that at the end, and I, maybe it was me. I just couldn't understand a lot of it. Okay. He's definitely not a racist. No, of course he's, not. He's probably upset that people listen to the radio station that he don't know. You know, that's what he don't like. Hey, I've been called it. I've been called it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I don't put the delay on. I just, hey, okay. If you well, want to call me that. He's definitely not a racist. So uh, did you did you uh, see the new 2023 uh, baseball schedule yet? No, I'm still sick of over this year's. Oh. Well, they're not doing 19 games uh, with the division foes. They're only doing 13 next year. Okay, so that's going to be a better balance? Yeah, it? more of a balance. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's going to be 52 games and then 42 games, 40, 46 interleague games. 46 interleague games, all right. Yeah. Well, at least they don't have They're the... only going to be playing 13 games against each other in the division foes. Boy, what a lost year this is if you're a Red Sox fan. Man, yeah. it is just... Uh, well, I'm glad I'm not a Red Sox fan. Yeah, you're all set with the Yankees. Yankees are playing better again. I hope Judge gets a, starts to hit more home runs so we can get to 60. That would be fun. Yeah, bring some excitement to the end of the year, right? Yeah, it would. Was he got 47 now? He needs 13? 48. 48. All right, 12 homers. That's doable. Yeah, he's... He's on a schedule of Roger Maris right now. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. We got a little you, time. Did you catch in any of the little league games yet? No, I haven't. No, unfortunately no. not. Oh, there's a there's a uh, there's a game tonight. United States teams playing tonight at seven o'clock. There's an interleague game at three o'clock, but the, the United States teams play tonight at seven. And then Saturday they have the the uh, U.S. Championship. Saturday. Okay, and um, and then Sunday is the uh, World Series championship, and that's it. The World Series, that's it. Sunday is over. Okay, boy, I hope I at least catch that o'clock. one. I'll try well, to. Hawaii, Hawaii is is the, going to be the team to beat. Well, that's interesting. All right, they they have they have everything. They got pitching, hitting, good defense, and uh, they got the whole package. Hawaii. Well, if they run out of baseballs, they can throw pineapples. Whatever. Thank you. I think Hawaii is going to win it all. Well, I'm going to tape it for Sunday, that's for sure. Okay, Stu, enjoy your afternoon. Enjoy your day. Thank you, sir. 
Hello, welcome. Hi, Stu, are you there? I'm here, yes. Okay, that was really funny, throwing pineapples. I got a kick out of that one. Throw a smile to my face. Right, I wish smiles are good. (laughs) That's right. And I just want to refer to the phone call of yesterday about about Larry. Um, This woman, uh, she sounded like she was drunk. That's number one. The other thing is that the people that know Larry know that he is an even justified, just a, a person who believes in justice for everybody, okay? He believes that all the lives matter, not just certain ones. Well, of course. And yeah. that's what brought him to be a, a, a very good police officer with a very good reputation for many years with all the hard work that has to be done in that field. So I want to relay that to all the callers, and may, I don't know if that person is listening because she definitely sounded like um, she was on a hospital bed or something. Something well, was there. She was very angry, very angry, and uh, I don't know what led up to it. But yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people are dead hard, dead, dead hard uh, Repub- um, Democrats, and that they haven't changed that in their whole life. They're not going to change now. But I just wanted to give a shout-out about Larry because uh, he believes in justice for everybody. Right. Well, I've never heard a bad word about him all those mm-hmm. years he was policeman. Right. Thank exactly. you. Thank you. you. You're welcome. Have a good day. Too. By the way, in all fairness, there's some Republicans who never change either. They've been that way all their lives, and uh, that's it. I think we should judge each candidate on... Uh, their sincerity, their honesty, their integrity, and uh, what they feel is the right thing. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. How are you? Hello, Mr. Fry. <laughs> Yesterday we were talking about that, uh, that contest and then one a day about the DJs. Oh, yeah. Okay. You might want you might want to check with your protege, Shelly. She's going to some kind of function tonight at the Marriott and mm-hmm. listening for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't sound like she won, but it sounded like people that were nominated were going to be there. I could have could have listened to her wrong, but you might want to check with her. Maybe you didn't get the invitation. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I didn't get anything in the mail, no, and I don't think really. There's so many yeah, things. Well, I'm so busy with things. I'm not sure that I would have attended anyway. But, but yeah, she's going to go to the Marriott tonight for some kind of presentation or mm-hmm. some kind of selection or whatever it was. I didn't catch. Well, I hope she has a wonderful time, Shelley, because she's a good person and certainly a very good announcer. Yeah, but anyway, just thought I... Right. All right, kid, have a good day. Hey, you too. Don't fry in the sun. See ya. (laughs) Hello, hello. Sounded like the uh, Three Stooges. Hello, hello. Okay, got to take a break. Call us should be next. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month Review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich. 
and online at www.utleyannjones.com. 94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Swamp Yankee. That's a term that means a lot of things. To some, it's a hick or a redneck. We prefer something along the lines of salt of the earth. To us, they represent those who are good with tools or fast thinkers, aren't easily lured by shiny modern stuff, and have possibly eaten a possum or two. At Swamp Yankee Arms, they sell firearms to those who wear the term proudly. Whether for hunting, protection, or just peace of mind, Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D North Main Street, Jewett City. Okay, for those just tuned in, this is Stu, 889-5252 is the number. Hello. 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 Welcome to the program. Good morning. Yes, I'd like to talk about President Biden's um, new student loan forgiveness plan. Sure. A lot of the money would be interest that the people had accumulated. Like, I know somebody that's had a loan for over 30 years, and that owes, like, I think it's around 80000 Mm. But a lot of it uh, is by interest. If they got like a Sally May student loan, the interest rate on the average is 3.75. So on $40,000, just let's say, they would owe 1500 a year in interest. So this is money that the government is charging. But they're just, the government is not, you don't have to pay the interest back. That's what they're saying and so, in, in a certain way. Because people that owe a lot of money on student loans, a lot of it's interest. And that's what the government is charging to borrow the money. Oh, that's but a good it's point. it's never fair when mm. one group of people owe money and then the whole country has to pay. And, like, no. what is it, $400 billion or $600 billion? We don't need that kind of thing. It's a wrong idea. It's not physically responsible. Well, it's, keep giving out money. It's definitely unfair, and it's it's pretty obvious. Everybody agrees. I couldn't tell you 100%, but it has a lot to do with the midterm elections. Right, right. But everybody in my family went to college, and either my parents paid or we paid for the college. Mm-hmm. But you can't expect to get it paid if they're just, gonna, they're just targeting the people that owe money now. So, and it's, it seems unreasonable that you and I are going to have to pay taxes for somebody else when we uh, paid a lot of money with our kids in college. The only good thing about it, it has a ripple effect. Like that person that I know, if if the loan was forgiven, like it says in the article on the day today, if people paid on their loan for 10 years, the whole thing would be forgiven afterwards. Mm -hmm. But it, it changes their life because they have good credit all of a sudden. If that was the only thing that they, the big thing that they owned and they could buy a house and it would help the economy in that way. But as far as our country, we're, we're giving out too much money. We're already owed too much. And this is, this is not responsible to give out this kind of money, I don't believe. Well, thanks for your insight. I appreciate All right. it. All right. Bye. More than 40 million Americans could see their student loan debt reduced, in many cases eliminated, under the long-awaited forgiveness plan President Joe Biden announced Wednesday under the long-awaited forgiveness plan. Fulfilling a campaign promise, you know, before the midterms, President Biden is erasing ten grand in federal student loan debt for those with incomes below 125,000 a year or households that earn less than 250,000. He's canceling an additional ten grand for those who are received, 
who received federal Pell Grants to attend college. It seemed uh, as an unprecedented attempt to stem the tide of America's rapidly rising student debt, but it doesn't address the broader issue, the high cost of college. Man, it's expensive. Republicans quickly denounced the plan as an insult to Americans who have repaid their debt and to those who didn't attend college. Critics across the political spectrum also questioned whether Biden has authority for the move and legal challenges are virtually certain. Should be interesting. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mike. I'm trying to call about Larry. Larry I knew for over 30 years, and he has one of the nicest guys going. And I, that lady must have been an inmate or something, or drunk or stoned, Well, that called yesterday. Obviously, she didn't know him, obviously, for one thing. And secondly, I, who knows, she's could be just a very angry person and jumps on things and I don't know. Listen, I yes. wish I wish her no harm. It was a sad I phone call. I wish no harm. I just can't. Mm-hmm. You know, they have, you have one stupid person in the world and she has to get her two cents across. Well. Oh, well. Larry I knows. She enjoyed herself. That's about 15 minutes of fame she got. <laughs> well, nobody even knows who she is. So, uh, yeah. yeah. You well, have a great day. Thanks, Thank Thanks for calling. Appreciate that. Larry, they're looking out for you, buddy. Huh? What do you think? How are we doing on the time? Yeah, I got time for this call. I'm talking to myself here. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. How are you today? All right. Thank you. I got a couple unintelligent things to say. All right. All right? Sure. First off, with this student loan situation, it won't go into effect for a year or two. And by then, the Republicans will be back in place, so it's never going to happen. All your viewing audience is all shook up that the Republicans are going to do this and the Democrats are going to do that. It's all BS. It ain't never going to happen. I don't think, uh, was it that long? I didn't think it was going to be that long. All right. Well, Mm -hmm. stop and think. By the time this gets implemented, the Republicans will be back in power, and they'll just put the kibosh on it like the Democrats did to the Republicans. It's a big game. Okay, that's number one. All right, what's number one? That's an intelligent thing, huh? Well, I'm really, I'm one that's never sure about the midterms, but go ahead. What else you got? Okay, what else have I got now? We're always talking about that Don border and that wall, build the wall, don't build the wall. I've got a totally new idea. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. You're ready? <laughs> yes. Dredge the Rio Grande. Make it deeper. Oh, I see. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's my word of wisdom for the day. Now, catch you later. Catch you later. Dredge the Rio Grande. Why isn't it a bigger issue with more people, the border situation? Sure, they're wonderful, lovely people that are coming over the border, and we want people to come over. We just want them to do it the right way. That's all. We want to know who's coming over the border. Is that asking too much? We want to know if they're carrying an illness. We want to know if they have uh, some criminal activity in their past. We want to know if they're dealing drugs. That's not too much to ask. Well, I guess it is. Sorry, didn't mean to ask that. 
All right, Stu Breyer with you, WICH. The forecast is uh, hazy and hot, but not as humid. So that's a little break. Most of the temperature will be today in the upper 80s. Tonight in the 70s, tomorrow it'll be warm and more humidity and maybe about 90 degrees. But we'll hear more about that in a bit. We're going to catch up in the latest news. Let's see, what do you think the top news story will be? Hmm, 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 hmm. Hmm. Maybe the school uh, student loans? Oh, it's getting old already. We'll see. Personality Radio, 1310 AM, WICH Norwich. 94.5 W233DV in Norwich. Yes, we're on AM and FM now. After 2 o'clock, it's Jimmy Fallon with his talk show. When he's not doing talk shows, he's doing stand-up comedy. It's an interesting uh, life he leads. 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steele. I'm Steve Kathan. The school police chief, Pete Arredondo, has been fired in Uvalde, Texas, three months after the elementary school massacre. CBS's Janet Chamlian says it's seen as the start of a reckoning after the heavily criticized police response. The feeling is Arredondo's firing is not enough. It's just the start. A $27 billion lawsuit is expected to be filed on behalf of survivors and families. It will name the Uvalde School District, but could also include the law enforcement agencies that responded as well as the guns manufacturer. It's deadline day for the Justice Department to submit redactions to the FBI affidavits for the Mar-a-Lago search. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. There's no telling when Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt will make the redacted version of the affidavit public, but today is the deadline he set for prosecutors to suggest what should be blacked out. Reinhardt has seen the full version, of course. He used it to authorize the search warrant. He signaled in an order earlier this week that he sympathizes with the prosecutor's argument that harm could be done to the investigation and potentially to witnesses if too much is released. Vladimir Putin has ordered the Russian military to increase the size of its armed forces by 137,000 amid the war in Ukraine. And there's word the nuclear plant in Ukraine that's in Russian-controlled territory has been pulled from the national power grid. A state board in California is set to vote today on a plan that would call for all new vehicles sold in the state to be powered by electricity or hydrogen by the year 2035. Ben Wu is one car owner who's already gone electric. It's been great. Very little maintenance, um, no lines at the gasoline station, a little waiting line sometimes at the supercharger, but overall very good. California is in jeopardy of falling short of its goal for a quarter million charging stations by 2025. In Honolulu, a patient was killed, a paramedic hurt in a bizarre incident that Emergency Services Director Jim Ireland is investigating. We had an ambulance tonight for reasons we don't understand. A catch on fire possibly explode prior to entering the hospital. And this is something I've never seen before. The government has revised its spring numbers on growth, saying the economy shrank at a 0.6 annual rate, not 0.9 as first indicated. What it tells us is that economic growth Still shrank a little bit in the second quarter, but it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. Rick Newman of Yahoo Finance. New claims for jobless benefits fell last week. Novak Djokovic made it official today. He will not play in next week's U.S. Open. He's not vaccinated against COVID and can't travel to the U.S. Right now on Wall Street, the Dow is up 114. This is CBS News. If you're a business owner renting or leasing, you can save a ton of money and own a custom-designed building made by General Steel. Just call 877-25-STEEL and get a quote today. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong... 
It's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender by Norton is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. 800-401-6681. It used to be cash is king. Not so much anymore. We may very well be heading toward a cashless society. Only 13% of Americans say they make all or most of their purchases with cash. That figure was nearly 30% five years ago. That's according to a new Gallup poll. It also found that 6 in 10 now say they make only a few purchases using cash. That's nearly double the 32% saying they did so five years ago. Lower-income Americans are more likely to use cash than do middle- and upper-income Americans. Jim Crisula, CBS News. $1.6 million is what the late actor Paul Newman's two daughters are seeking in a lawsuit filed against the charitable foundation that gets its money from the Newman's own line of products. The suit claims... The foundation hasn't followed through on instructions to pipe hundreds of thousands of dollars to their personal foundations for charity. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Okay, I want to make one thing perfectly clear at the beginning of the program. Uh, today we talked about a particular caller who uh, does not like Fox News or hates Donald Trump, which is her right. It's absolutely her right, and I, I hope she never stops calling because we've had some good debates in the past, and you don't have to be someone that just agrees with me. And that's one thing I want to be emphatic about. We want everybody to call in with their opinion. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. I hope you're doing well today, and uh, and I hope you just uh, let me go ahead and give my statement here. I'm keeping an eye on the Connecticut governor's race, mm-hmm. not by television, but by newspaper. Okay. This article by Mark Pazniakis, I don't know if I just mangle it, but writing for the Connecticut Mirror titled, Stefanowski approaches Labor Day with new team. Certain parts of his article caught my attention. For example, an old May 26, 2022 Quinnipiac poll has Lamont ahead of Stefanowski 51% to 43%. That's only an eight-point difference. Hiring a new campaign team tells me Stefanowski, as a governor, will shift gears if need be. Governor Lamont can't do that. And one would think Connecticut voters had enough after two terms of Daniel P. Malloy passing the baton to Ned Lamont. Stefanowski tells us the race is competitive and he knows voters pay more attention to the candidate and message after Labor Day. Now, here's where I see a big problem. On the ballot, you have the usual Republican and Democrat Party. 
My concern is the so-called Working Families Party, which the article states is a second ballot line for Governor Lamont. They call it a cross-endorsement. Lamont is a Democrat. Working Families Party has no real candidate and is not represented in our state general assembly. Further, Working Family only appears on the ballot come voting time. I think that gives Democrats an unfair advantage. Stefanowski has just filed a lawsuit about the loss of the independent party endorsement for violating their own rules, giving their endorsement to someone I've never heard of until now. That was from an article in the Hartford Current. When there are too many minor or less well-known party names on a ballot, it may draw off uncertain voters, which is not good when electing a new governor. I hope all the towns and cities of Connecticut are prepared for voting day because there always seems to be a problem with the voting machines, not enough ballots, or a precinct was not open to vote. Another thing to watch out for is voting machines that overheat this time around. Personally, I'd rather go back to the voting booth with the privacy curtains than no one can cheat. Have a great weekend, Stu. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, good to hear from you. Thanks a lot. Get your opinion in here, ladies and gentlemen. It's absolutely free. The number is 860-889-5252 is the number. Remember, 113 million years ago, there were dinosaurs all over the place. You thought that we were captive during the COVID. you imagine trying to ever get out of your house with those things walking around? Oof. Hey, got something from the Better Business Bureau. At least I hope it's from them. How do... No, they're up and up. We know that. How to avoid fake survey scams. Remember that scammers conceal their identity. Many scam surveys are very vague about their purpose and who is running them. If you can't figure out who or where the survey is coming from, don't take it. Do some research. If you aren't sure about the survey, do an Internet search to find out more information. Look for links to the survey on an organization's official website. Because now they're trying to rip you out. You know, we like, uh, I get phone calls, a survey. I'd like to take a survey. Usually go, no thanks. Uh, but thank you for the call. I try to be nice. Sometimes when you get mad at them, they have a tendency to swear at you. What else is going on? Oh, man, there's so many things, but uh, we'd like to get your point of view on any subject. And the number is uh, 889-5252. Are you confident when you go to the polls now that everything is honest? How do you feel about that? Because that's the last thing we want to be have is dishonest and there were so many questions about the last election I don't know how many were true I don't know how many weren't true but people just don't seem to have the confidence in the votings anymore this is Lori Lord with medication awareness can you safely treat a burn by yourself at home I'll be right back with some things to know about burns The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging. 
help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Superficial and some partial thickness burns are the only types of burns that are appropriate for self-treatment. If you get a minor burn, immerse the area in cool tap water for 10 to 30 minutes. Clean the area with soap and water. If the skin is unbroken, apply a topical anesthetic. If the skin is broken, apply a topical antibiotic. Apply non-inherent dressing and change as needed. All other burns should be evaluated and treated by a doctor, especially chemical or electrical burns. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Good morning. Hey, Stu. Hey there. Your fan club's been calling, Larry. Well, that's nice. You know something? That one guy that called, he was kind of smart what he said, and I do take it to heart what he said. He was very smart, but this would not have bothered me if it was done in another format. What I mean by that, if it was said to me, like, person to person or in a more secluded uh, atmosphere but when you when you say that about somebody on a radio where thousands of people are listening and a lot of people don't know me besides the people who don't know me that's a different situation do you see where I'm coming from yes I do I understand so, what you're saying so that 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 was the reason and it is on your podcast if you have a minute to pull up your podcast it's about the last three minutes three minutes to two. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear it as clear as day if you want to listen to that today. Okay, I will. I will listen to yeah, it. It's and, about uh, three minutes to two. To me, it was um, like a ten-second rant. I, all right. Okay. Yeah, it's about ten seconds. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and the reason I called, you know, what I learned about baseball yesterday, watching the little league players, which I didn't know. What's that? I, I could not believe this. The kid was throwing seventy-seven miles an hour, which is pretty fast for a twelve-year-old. Yes, it that, is. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, listen to this. You're not going to believe this. That's 77 miles an hour because of the distance from the pitcher's mound to home plate is a lot different than in the major leagues. You know what that pitch is like coming into those 12-year-old kids? Probably 100. 100 miles an hour. Mm. I never so thought that, of that. That's what those kids are looking at. <laughs> wow. Okay, so, yeah, that that would be like a major league looking at a 100-mile-an-hour fastball when this kid pitches 77 miles an hour. I coached a Little League uh, team with another feller, and we had a pitcher on the mound who was definitely throwing 100 then at the kids. Definitely. If you get a chance to watch at least one game between now and Sunday, mm-hmm. these, these kids are fantastic, Stu. Oh, yeah. These they're... kids are. They're, they're, they're all from all over the world. You know, Nicaragua uh, and Hawaii and all over the place. And, boy, for 12 years old and – and weighing 95 pounds, you should see the arms on these kids to throw somebody out at first base from shortstop. Or third, third. These kids are unbelievable. They know where to go to the base for the, with the ball. They, they know what to do. These kids are well-trained by these coaches. I wonder if the scouts are all there. What do you think? There is a scout. Yeah. Believe it or not, this one 12-year-old kid, he plays shortstop. Even this kid amused me. This kid was amazing. I mm-hmm. saw him make a couple of plays from shortstop. I said, I can't believe this kid can play baseball like this yep. at 12 years old. Believe it or not, the major league players, major league scouts, 
they can they can like kind of talk to him and his family, which they already are, but they can't sign the kid until he turns 16 years old. But you know, there's already people from from the sports world that are trying to hook this kid up with them at 12 years old. I wouldn't be surprised. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, but if you have a chance, or just watch one game, and you're going to be amazed at these these 12 year old kids. I definitely want to watch one game. I've, I've had seen bits and pieces, but yes, definitely want to yeah, watch. And in the afternoon, they're on, like, one's on at 3, and one's on at 5, and one's on at 7. Oh, i got a lot and of they're choices. All, they're, they're all on ESPN. Well, thank you. I, I will enjoy looking at that. Yep. Okay, Stu, thank you. You're welcome. A lot of Major League players started off in Little League. One I can remember offhand was Carl Yastrzemski. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Hi there. I don't think I've cried more tears ever before. Um, I don't know if you heard about the case of the Texas State University student finding a baby in a trash can covered by ants. I've not heard that case, but I've heard people finding babies in trash cans. Mm-hmm. The baby was naked and covered with ants. Oh, God. And it was taken into custody, but he's adopting it. Didn't say the gender of the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but my tears for that baby, oh, I could not believe that anyone would do anything so terrible as to put a baby in a trash can naked. There are so many options. They could have left it at a at the hospital and or left it at a police station, but how, do they know who was responsible for that? They could not figure out the parents. Mm-hmm. The baby was three months old. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy. But the, the university student is adopting the baby, the child, five or six years old now. Oh, the baby, the child is five or six years old now? Correct. Oh, okay. So they're talking about a story from the past. So, Well, well good. it's I'm... current on Facebook News now. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not it was on Facebook five or six years ago, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. The child uh, will never know. I'm well. Who knows if she'll ever know? But um, thank God that she was saved, or he was saved. Somebody was saved. Yeah, yeah. The baby was saved. Mm-hmm. Um, probably medicated. I'm sure put into some kind of care facility for trauma. Um, it was crying. That's how the student heard it, heard the baby crying. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he would have walked right by the trash can. Yeah, thank God for that, yeah. Well, so at least w- human species can communicate. <laughs> well, some... And on, the, on another note, mm-hmm. um, I got a bill from a tax collector that did not have accounting principles. So I emailed back the tax collector, and she she forwarded to me the statement that they used for the calculations. The calculations were accurate, 
but my payment, the amount of my check was misrepresented. It said the amount that I paid was less than the amount of the check. And of course, my bachelor's is primarily accounting, business management, and economics and statistics. So I emailed her back immediately before I got the statement that it wasn't formatted by accounting principles. Mm-hmm. So I, when I looked at the statement that she gave me and I saw that it was broken down but not by accounting principles, um, then I emailed her back the format showing how it should be formatted by accounting principles, showing the amount of my check, the actual amount paid, because if I had to use that document, the bank doesn't mail me my checks back anymore. If I had to use that document to make proof of my payment, the amount of my check was misrepresented. So I explained that to her. I explained her the extent of my education, which is accounting principles one and two, intermediate one and two, cost accounting one and two, and federal taxation. That's, that's the mathematical part. And back then, I did all my classes and exams by hand. We didn't have calculators back then. So how did, um, uh, how did it work out? Uh, it worked out very well. I requested her to forward it to an individual in charge of programming, because I've had a little bit of programming at, at Connecticut College myself. Um, and she forwarded it to another individual who got back to me immediately that they want to improve the operations. Oh, good. And they're forward they're forwarding it to the people the the people that they work with. Oh, good job. Thank you. You're Have well. a great day. You too. Take this call before the break. WICH, welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Susan. Round two. Yeah. You know the Stefanowski thing? You know, there is something fishy about the ballots. Now, if you are um, Independent Party and Workers' Party and you're on a ballot, aren't you trying to get the vote for yourself? Why are they endorsing Lamont, meaning he gets all their votes, it's multiple. She's already racked up votes. It, it's not right. There's something fishy about that because it, it, sh- it should be Democrat and Republican. And when they're saying they're backing Lamont, then they shouldn't even be on the ballot. They all should. It should, should be Lamont and Stefanowski. And the one thing I want to tell everybody about the big article about Stefanowski yesterday. He jumped on the Trump train. You know why? He got the guy that did Trump's ads in 2016 and 2020 down from Jamestown. I guess that's Virginia. He is going to do Stefanowski's ads, and he got two other people. He fired three of the other ones in August sometime this month. Well, it didn't help Trump with the ads in 2020. Yeah, this person, well, yeah, it said he also did Trump's ads in 2016. So he got a hold of that guy. So he's already on his way. And the Republican Party, the GOP, I believe, gave him $2.4 million. 
So he finally jumped on the Trump train. And um, I also wanted to um, say something about Preston. Always up to something at that town hall for anyone who didn't get the day paper. Now they're talking about a marijuana plant and a place to sell it. And I'm like, Preston doesn't need any of that. You can go anywhere and buy CBT gummies, CBD, whatever they call them, ointments and gel, whatever. You don't need marijuana. Our town's got enough problems that they don't showcase in the paper. Um, you know, if, if the, the person doing the uh, newspaper would just look at the police log, you would find out there's plenty going on at Preston, but they never talk about it. So, but I, I wanted to make, oh, Mickey Dell, Joey is right. You know what? In the future, he needs to be thinking about becoming governor of Connecticut. He could do it. Who are you talking about now, Joey? You talking about Joey? No, oh. Joey likes Mickey Tell. Mickey Tell, however oh, Mike, you say Mike his Adel, name. Steve Mike Tell. Really oh, okay, right. Him. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, hey, this guy is a potential to be Listen, governor. Steve in has the been. In, Steve was in politics 22 years uh, and did a great job. I mean, yeah. But uh, I, I'm not well, sure you that never he. Know. You never know. I mean, if he sees Connecticut really, really going in the wrong direction, you never know. You right. know, and, and I'd like to see that. And it's time for Lamont to go anyway. Como went, de Blasio went. He's going to Harvard, of all places, to be a professor. De Blasio is? Yeah, it's in the paper today, on the bottom of the day paper. Oh, well, we didn't get that. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, that's uh, that's yeah. uh, amazing. Make him a professor. All right, Sue, thanks for that okay. tip. Appreciate it. Hi, welcome. Good morning to you. Hello. You're on with me. Father Stu. Yes, sir. I'm on for the second inning. Second inning. Okay. Yeah. I probably don't have much time, but here I go. Yep. You know, I've learned something from listening to your show since the pandemic started. And that and I've learned from you and from your callers, and there are probably a lot of listeners out there who don't call. But here's what I get: and see, when I talked previously about our country going through transition, I, I want to put this out for the people who listen to your show. See, our country is. Is 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 changed because of the way we get information. The caller you had that called about the baby in Texas that was put in that unfortunate situation years ago, you wouldn't hear about situations like that in, throughout the country in different states, and that applies to a lot of other uh, problems that other states have had. We're learning about those now, and when we learn about situations like that. We think differently. People think differently about their country. Now, a lot of people say, well, they don't like to see what's happening. Well, this, our country has gone through transitions many times in the past, and it's going through it again. And we have to understand why it is happening. It's, it's sociological. And we, we have to think about not only Connecticut, what's going on with the politics of Connecticut, what's going on with the voting, 
we're learning about the voting what because of what's happened what we learn about what what the candidates learn about how to use uh, uh the different medium and and it goes on and on and on and so so many there's so many layers still so i wanted to throw that out there for your 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 listeners All right i definitely agree there's so many layers uh Communic- yeah, it, it, it's changing every day. We, we don't even realize it. Well, there was a time when uh, when radio first came out, people didn't know of so many things, and now it's 24 hours a day. You get your news almost right. and instantaneously. The, and, the, and our elected officials are, have to adapt to those things as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, thanks. All right. Remember the first debates? Nixon, Kennedy, aired on television. Many of us remember that. I was just little, little. You're on the air. Welcome. Stu, I'd never stop calling you just because somebody complained. Okay, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I had to laugh when you said that at the top of the hour. I said, oh, would you miss me? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't mind when you call. That's okay. Uh, I was kind of upset that Larry referred to my phone call and the same phone call person who called him a racist. I think... One no. woman was confused that it was the same person. It certainly no, wasn't abs- me. Absolutely and not. Yeah. I'm not surprised you missed it. It was like a very hard-to-hear phone call. There was like a lot of static or something in the in the background. And I think we put we called more attention to it, talking about it so much than it would have ever generated just letting it die a peaceful death. Um, I was surprised only one or two callers, I think it was one last hour, called about the student uh, loan forgiveness. I have to disagree with you. It's because of the election, the midterms, because he promised that in his campaign. That was always a goal of his, and it takes a while to get these things through. Also, the person who claimed that it's not going to, not to worry about it, it's going to start in January, not in two years. People are right now are going to be going on to their, their sites for their student loan information. It's going to change. Your loans are beginning repayment in January, and those loans will reflect that change. And for people saying, oh, it's not fair if I hear one more person say, I shouldn't have to pay this or I shouldn't have to pay that. Did these same people complain in 2008 when all the car companies got bailed out? Did they complain during COVID when multi-million dollar corporations got grants and low interest loans to bail them out? We're helping lower income and middle income young adults and even older adults because some people 30 years later are still paying on the student loans get out of a situation that's impossible sometimes to dig yourself out of and it and yes we have to do more it's a first step i certainly hope they're going to start to look at why these universities and colleges are charging so much nothing has gone up at the rate of inflation in the last 30 years as much as colleges and university tuitions and that's not right so you don't think it's unfair for those that you know, pay through the nose for their college and now they're, they're going okay, to pay through Okay, unless you went in the last 10 years or 15 years, you didn't. Anybody from my generation or older than me or even 20 years younger than me did not pay what the last 20 to 30 years these students have had to pay. And you know what, Stu? Life isn't fair. Let's get that. Is it fair that we bailed out the car corporations and and didn't give money to every person in the United States instead to buy a car? No, it's not fair. Here's a situation, and okay, I'm I'm pro this because my daughter's going to get the 10 grand relief. Her roommate is going to get the 20 grand relief because she had Pell Grants because she came from a lower income family. 
I'm not upset she's getting 20000 and my daughter's getting 10000 That's fine. They came from a lower-income family. I'm happy for her. Why can't people be happy that some people are getting relief? People are so petty and so jealous that I didn't get it. I got fair. Oh, you know what? It's not fair that in 1980 the tuition was 300% lower than it is today. You know, is that fair to our kids? Life isn't fair. This is a start. So why do you and think uh, why do you think Joe Biden took so long uh, to do this in three months before the midterms? Well, everything takes forever in Washington. I mean, but also he, you know, his some of the more progressive Democrats wanted fifty thousand relief, so they had to compromise and work out all the, you know, details. So I'm sure it couldn't be done in six weeks. Maybe it's, you know, maybe there's something to it that it's this long. But everything, what do they say, the wheels turn slowly in Washington? So I didn't expect it two weeks after he was in office. And, again, everything in life isn't fair. But you know what? This is helping level the field. And also, it's going to be good for the economy. These kids that are, or kids are 20-somethings and 30-somethings are putting off buying houses. They're putting off having children. Guess what? It's going to be good for the economy. That's like saying, is it fair that my neighbor had six kids and they went to grammar school and high school on my tax dollar and I only had one kid or I didn't have any any kids and my tax dollars had to pay for the grammar school and the high school? They they got six kids to go. How is that fair? So think about it. Actually, college should almost be included because in 80% of jobs today, you need a college degree, even jobs you didn't need a college degree years ago for. Well, thanks for so, uh, stirring the pot. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank see you. you. See you later. And I love doing a little battle with you. All right. <laughs> see <laughs> you later. Stu. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, you doing, Stu? Good. I'd like to talk about the, uh, the college situation with loans. Sure. I, I think it's... Uh, First of all, I know he he promised in in his uh, election bid that he was going to do this, but he did it by executive order, and I think that's very unfair. Uh, You know, I'm getting sick and tired of uh, Biden acting like he's he's a king of the country and his own monarch, monarchy, and uh, it should have went through Congress, and it should have been voted on, because I... I do believe Nancy Pelosi said that it was illegal what he was doing. Uh, oh, she did. There's a video of her saying that they can't, uh, they have to go through Congress. But uh, obviously, um, he feels like he's got a little loophole there and he's doing it. And uh, they won't say who's going to pay for it. But I watched a few uh, local uh, news stations yesterday and they were interviewing parents because they're bringing their children back to college and stuff like that. Some of them agree with it, some of them don't. Uh, but they want to know who's going to pay for it. Because in the end, everybody's going to pay for it. And what about the people who took, the parents that took uh, two and three jobs to put their kids through college and paid them off? And what about the people that didn't go to college because they couldn't afford it? It's very unfair. I think it's just a little stunt to get votes coming up in the midterm elections and uh, I I think he's a very uh, he's a nasty guy let me tell you. I think he's the worst president I've I've ever seen. Thank you. Thank you. See we got two points of view there. That's good. 
Stu Breyer with you. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay there, buddy. So, um, you know, when, when Donald Trump was president, they kept saying, he lies, he lies, he lies, he lies. Of course. Why? Don't we hear it when we're talking about Joe Biden? Joe Biden proclaims that he never talked to his son about his business agreement, about his business arrangements. Yet there are pictures of him meeting with Biden's um, partners that were giving him the money and and that he was in business with. Um, You know, Joe Biden has been caught in numerous lies because we have the magic of video. Right. And then this this time there are memos between the White House and Joe Biden and the DOJ and the FBI about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, yesterday Joe said, I had nothing to do with it. I didn't know about it till after it was done. But there are memos, you know, may not be pictures, there are memos between everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's just frustrating to me how he can get away with lying and nobody calls him on it. Yet, when Donald Trump said anything, oh, he's lying, even if he wasn't. It's it's very, very frustrating. Well, there, there are people um, that call him on it. Republicans have, you know, brought it up. He said this, but it's, you know, they, there are some of the networks that are not as much as the other networks uh, that will show you about, tell you about those lies, but not on the major networks, of course. Right. Though it did say that I did read today that, that that there are more people that distrust even the distrust the mainstream media as well as of course Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not as much as Fox News, but they're distrusting the mainstream media. They really don't believe the newsmen anymore. No, and, and the Just Congress. Like me and the me and the meteorologists. <laughs> they don't I trust them either. Two Two weather forecasts the other night, right? The, you know, severe thunderstorm watches over at 7. Well, I got thunderstorms, and they were late at 7, and they were extremely, extremely strong in the Norwich area. But according to the maps that they showed me, they weren't there. It's amazing how an hour after... They, hey, I know they. I know they. I know they blow it sometimes, but for the most part, they're pretty good, right? I would say maybe fifty-fifty. Fifty-fifty. Ooh, that's not too good. Mm. No, there's a lot of times they're missing it. You know, sometimes they'll say, "Oh, we're going to get a dusting of snow and there's twelve inches outside," or they say, "We're going to get twelve inches and there's a dusting." So you know, I mean, it happens. Maybe it's more than 50-50, but maybe 70-30. But there's a lot of times that they're wrong. You know, I'm sitting there the other night, and I'm, you know, I'm watching, I think it was Wheel of Fortune was on 7.30, and I'm like, that's thunder. I thought they were supposed to be over with. And then the major storm came through, and I'm like, okay, I think they messed it up. Sure it wasn't yeah, the noise from the wheel? Three and eight. No. Three and eight. What? Sure it wasn't the noise it's, from the wheel they were spinning on the show? No, no, oh, okay. it, was, it was definitely thunder. And then we had lightning. It actually blew out. Oh my, yeah, that um, was a big. Believe me, that was a big one. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it blew out my light and 
and um, stand in the kitchen. Oh. Hmm. So, you know, I'm, I need to replace it. But anyway, um, you know, luckily I have another light source in the kitchen, so it's not an emergency, but it wasn't good. It, yep. it burned the whole thing out. Anyway. Thank you. Um, but I, I wish that they would call Joe on his line. You know, and and don't go along with him. Well, I'll call him right now. He lies a lot. He lies. If he, it's almost like if he speaks, he's lying. You know, it's just, and no matter what they say, this paying of paying ten thousand is the dumbest thing. One of the dumbest things that he's done, and he's done a lot of dumb things. It's it's wrong. In so many ways. Glad you got in today. Uh, me too. Thank you. Stu Bryan with your WICH. It's now 84 degrees. Wouldn't it be interesting if meteorologists got political? Hmm? And for you Republicans today, we've got uh, heavy snow and sleet. Nice. And for you Democrats, we have sunshine, low humidity. Hmm. Or we could do it the other way around. Right? For you Democrats, beautiful day for your picnic. It's going to be great. Democrats, it's good for you. Republicans, you're going to have to stay home today. There could be a blizzard. Political meteorologists on the weather. Well, everything else is becoming political. Why not that? You're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, hi. uh, I'm just calling this second day. I, I just heard someone talking about the student loan forgiveness. Yep. So, yeah, it's up to 20000 so I would have been twenty thousand as I was a Pell Grant recipient, but I paid everything off early, so you know, screw me, right? But I saw Lawrence Tribe, who is a famous he's a celebrity professor. He's like kinda like a, a poor man's Cornell West. Lawrence Tribe, Harvard Law Professor, celebrating the fact that his students are are now getting student loan forgiveness. Now these are these are members of the elite that are getting student loan forgiveness. Really? Wow. Hmm. Well, you're in a household that makes Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or for single single person, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. I don't. I don't think most lawyers make that much money. Engineers, all go down the list. Astrophysicists, pilots. And if you let's say you're a physician and you're on the maybe like one hundred eighty thousand dollars or whatever it is, but then your spouse is either a stay-at-home parent or a, or a young teacher. You know, you could be below the two hundred fifty thousand dollars threshold. No, so he's just buying votes. There's I've seen no reasonable explanation for this, and everything that I've read about it is that this is illegal, as it, it's bypassing Congress, it's violating the separation of powers, and it's sending a dangerous message. People who um, took out a loan, knowing that there's an obligation to pay it back, it's not that they're be, being given an, an alternate way to pay their debt or a way to restructure it. Make it they're just being, it's just being wiped clean. So people that they chose not to go to college or they served in the military, fought in war for their country, or like me, I worked full-time, and then I paid off my debt. After I worked full-time during college, I also paid off my debts quickly. If I didn't pay them off quickly, I'd be getting forgiveness. So it's, it's, a, punishment for beha- it's a punishment for behaving properly and a reward for being stupid. And, and there's, there's, no, there's nothing... I guess I guess I'm too hard headed because no, I can't think of another way. You know, I I don't think that I could agree to anyone that says otherwise. 
maybe someone can, that can defend this policy call in and, call, and give us a reasonable explanation as to why this is a sensible policy and not an illegal use of other people's money to buy votes. Well, I'm not sure about the illegality. We did have uh, uh, a gal who called in earlier with her side of it, but uh, glad I you got in. We will continue this subject for sure. You know, Speaker Pelosi even said that, that the president does not have the authority to forgive student loans like this, that I have to go through Congress. Yep, that's that right. Was a year ago. Well, now she won't say too much about it. No, no. This means, and who's going to... Who's going to sue on behalf of the of, of the, the debt? I mean, the government is the debtor, but who's going to sue? Now you're going to be like, oh, you're the jerk taking taking money from all these from all these poor poor people that have the student loans. Oh, you know, but of course. Mm-hmm. There's a consequence to it. Well, how about how about let's have car loan forgiveness? Why not car loan forgiveness or mortgage forgiveness? Why is it just student loans? I know why because that's their constituency, especially after the Trump election. It's more of these college people voting for the Democrats. It's, it's, just, it's just buying votes, pleasing their base. And they're doing it illegally. It's unethical and illegal. You know, I, well, I, I went to college, I paid my debt back, and now I'm screwed because the, the, the people that are, that are not responsible and took out more loans than they should have are going to get, their, are gonna get you know, some of it, or maybe some, for some, all of it forgiven. All right, I'm glad you checked in today. Uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I'm disgusted by it. All right. Take care. Thank you. Maybe we can undiscussed people, uh, but it's good to have a discussion on it. That's for sure. 889-5252 at WICH AM and FM. 1310 AM, 94.5 FM. When choosing a career path and you don't know which road to choose, maybe the best bet is to choose all of the roads. Your office will have 18 wheels and the view changes every mile when you drive a truck. To get there, come here and learn from the best. The adventure starts here with 160 Driving Academy. You can flourish with this in-demand career. Safe drivers inquire at 160drivingacademy.com or roll down to 35 Great Neck Road, Waterford. By now, you know that sound. It's the sound of the Home Depot. But what about those sounds? Those are the sounds of a new laundry set with the latest technology for faster, more efficient cleaning and drying so you can get back to the sounds of fall. Making this the sound of savings on top brand appliances. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Get up to 30% off select appliances right now. All finishes included. Offer valid August 25th through September 14th. See store or online for details. Morning, everybody. Nice start. Nice day today. Mostly sunny, but hot. Uh, Less humid. That's the good news. 87 shoreline, 90 degrees inland. Tonight, partly cloudy, 68. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds. Chance for isolated to scattered afternoon and evening storms. Some storms could be strong to severe. We've gone ahead and issued an early warning weather alert for tomorrow. Otherwise, it's going to be hot and humid tomorrow. 86 shoreline, 89 degrees inland. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy. Slight chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures in the low 80s. Sunday, partly to mostly cloudy. Slight chance for an isolated shower. Temperatures in the low to mid 80s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. All right. A non-political forecast. It's uh, 84 degrees. Welcome to the program. Oh, good afternoon, Stu. How are you? All right. How are you doing? <clears throat> Still keep trying to keep cool. Everything okay? I was, I, I was there yeah. t- Tuesday at Watch Hill. I didn't see you. You were there? Yeah, were you there? We were there. Well, I don't know how I missed you. 
How the heck did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> That's really strange. Yeah, uh, I, we were, I was watching for you, you know, as I didn't see you anywhere in the crowd. I thought, well, you just skipped it. You probably didn't remember what was coming up, and you were there. No, That's absolutely. Funny. Yeah. Oh, that's all. Um, that was good. Didn't you like them? They were really good. Yeah, they were a pretty slick uh, country group. Yeah. Very mm. nice. And then, um, but last Thursday, I know you didn't come to the um, Will Evans one at Nitigret. No, didn't go to that one. Nope. Nope. That was good, too. You missed a good one that night. Um, and your granddaughter would have probably liked that the second time around. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, there's one more tonight over at Nitigret, the last one. It's um, um, a tribute to Will Young. I mean,. Not Will Young. Um, oh, I'm forgetting the name of the person I'm thinking of. Neil Young, you're talking about? Neil Young? Neil Young. Neil Young. Neil. Oh, okay. That's, that'd be interesting. He's got yeah. some good songs. Yeah. That's tonight. Um, last concert over that way with the, the eight food trucks, and it starts at 530. Eight food trucks. That should be enough. <laughs> yeah, there's eight of them. So that's plenty for, I mean, they're expensive, though. They're pretty expensive things that they have to offer. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, um... So that was what I was going to let you know about. And then, uh, have you have have any of the people at the studio decided um, whether you're going to try to get uh, have another Dairy Queen event this year? Well, we started to talk about it in the fall, but uh, I haven't heard anything in the last week. But um, mm-hmm. definitely stirring around about it. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't give you a definitive answer yet. All right. Well, it'd probably be, if it was going to happen, it might be in October, maybe. I would say so. Yeah, we'll have a nice little light jacket. It'll be good. Yeah, be comfortable still. Mm -hmm. I mean, by then it'll be nice and very comfortable. Yeah, I I hope we can do another one because people just loved it, you know? Mm, I know. It'll be fun to do another one again. But that's all I wanted for today. But Mm -hmm. um, hope you have a good weekend. Thanks for checking in. Sorry I missed you. Yeah, me too. Well, take care. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Hello, this line. (laughs) Welcome to the program. Good morning. Are you there? Hello. Hello, Stu. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. Yes. Can you hear me? No comprende? Yes. No. I think think your cell phone is... uh, You hear me now? I can hear you. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Joe Biden's been lying so long. Thirty years ago, he ran for president, and he said he got a scholarship to go to college. He was the top percentile of his class. Come to find out, none of it was true. And he had to drop out. Well, I know he's been caught in numerous lies. I this guess was thirty years ago. I guess people are so used to politicians lying, it's not a big deal anymore. Now right? we just gave three billion more to Ukraine, but Germany and Spain are not doing their share because. They get gas from Russia. Oh, sure. If Trump was in there, that wouldn't happen. He would make them pay their share. Well, he was different, that's for sure. They they wouldn't get away with it. All right, have a nice weekend. You too. All right, bye-bye. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hey, Brother, Stu, Brother Stu, I'm back. What's up? Second, second round. I don't know what. I love you, spiritual guy, but... There's only, there's nine innings, he calls the second inning. I guess he don't know different, you know, but I, I love him. He's great. He's a good guy. Uh, no, I listen to PBS and I watch good documentaries and this woman to look out for, she's young. She's from Britain. She's from England. Her name is, uh, Joanne Shaw Taylor. You want to hear blues and she plays lead guitar. She sounds like Stevie Ray Vaughan. She sings. 
incredible. Just look out for her in the future. That that girl Cindy, I think it was, that just saw she loves the music and mm-hmm. missed you at the show. And she's big on music and stuff. Okay. You know. Yep. You, yeah, you gotta check that out, dude. Just look for her, and and, and you know, uh, just I know you can find find her on your smartphone. I don't have that, but she's just unbelievable, still. Well, my phone's not that smart, but anything else today, Joe? No, I'm just gonna. I'm home, and I had to run a couple errands, and I'm home. But no, everything's good, Stu. I'm just enjoying the show, and you know. You make my day, brother. That's all I got to say, and, and your calls are great, and I hope uh, Larry feels a little at ease. Uh, we sure all know is. Larry's a great guy, and I'm Joe Bogusmelski, and I'm Larry's corner. <laughs> all right, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. I'd like to make a call, and it's the Mr. Static Man. Okay. Give me a call, 889-5252, and you would be next. Here's some words you might like. Fun. Yeah, that's good. Family. Hmm, like that too. Oh, forgot this one. Free. And do you know where you'll find all of this? At Fire in the Tent. A free, fun family event this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. Life is expensive these days, so getting live entertainment, music, a kid's carnival, messages that will inspire you, and it doesn't cost a thing? Sign me up. Fire in the Tent. This Saturday at Veterans Memorial Park in Jewett City. Road trip plan this summer? Before you head out on the open road, get your car checked at Pinnell's Auto in Montville to avoid any problems when you're far from home. And if you're in the market for a new vehicle, Pinnell's Auto Sales has a full lot of high-quality pre-owned cars, too. So you can start off your summer in a new ride. Don't forget, Pinnell's offers the most meticulous detailing service around to make your car shine and smell like new again. Pinnell's Auto and Pinnell's Auto Sales, both on Route 32 in Montville or PinellsAuto.com. So are you addicted to your computer, your smartphone, uh, TikTok, and all those other things? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit after 1 o'clock. Welcome to the program. Hi, I'm looking for one ticket or tickets to Bruce Springsteen, Megan's son. My number is 860-887-0813. 0813. All right, thank you. The gentleman wants to see Bruce Springsteen. I hope he gets tickets. WICH, you're on. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Good morning, and to you and to all your listeners. I'm calling on behalf of the First Congregational and Central Baptist Churches for everyone to show, be able to come to the 89th Annual Meeting House Rock Fair on Saturday, August 27th from 10 to 3. And um, this is the oldest continuous church fair in Connecticut, and you don't want to miss it. Um. There is a rain date, which would be Sunday, August 28th, from 11 to 4. And there's something for everyone, baked goods, raffles, um, and a church raffle, which um, we've always had, the um, handmade quilt, um, a painting, crocheted afghan, Christmas in August. And they have chowder, direct sales, food, trucks, nonprofits, vendors, and much more. And we hope to see you there and hope to see you, Stu. Um, I've only met you once a long time ago, so if you and your wife can take a few minutes and walk around a little bit, I'd love to meet you. Well, take thank care, you. And thank you for all your services. You And good luck with it. Have a big crowd. Thanks. 
The Southeastern Connecticut Community Center of the Blind welcomes all to meet the blind Saturday, August 27th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Williams Park at the corner of Williams and Broad Streets in New London. The event is free. It will feature demonstrations on use of a guide dog getting around with a white cane. There will be crafts and uh, made by the blind, information about advocacy, referral, educational, and social programs for the visually challenged. Many people don't know about the many ways we they are working to build a better future for the blind and sight-impaired. Scott Skinner, president of the Center for the Blind, Skinner's said organizations like Eastern Connecticut Transportation Consortium and the New London Black Heritage Lions Club will also be on hand so the public can learn about the various organizations benefiting those dealing with vision loss. Jason McGee, an accomplished blind musician, will provide acoustic guitar music for what is sure to be an inspiring and an educational event. And everybody, everybody is welcome. I was going to go into the song, Everybody Loves Somebody Sometime. Yeah, no singing. My singing career is over. I think the day I was born, it was over. Well, this is an interesting story. Pfizer's COVID-19 pill appears to provide little or no benefit for younger adults, while still reducing the risk of hospitalization and death for high-risk seniors, according to a large study published on Wednesday. Boy, we're still learning so much about this uh, horrible pandemic, huh? Researchers found that Paxlovid reduced hospitalizations among people 65 and older by roughly 75% when given shortly after the infection. That's consistent with earlier results used to authorize the drug in the U.S. and other nations. But people between the ages of 40 to 65 saw no measurable benefit, according to the analysis of medical records. Study has limitations due to its design, which compiled data from a large Israeli health system. Rather than enrolling patients in a randomized study with a control group, the gold standard for medical research. The findings reflect the changing nature of the pandemic, in which the vast majority of people already have some protection against the virus due to vaccination or prior infection. Remember when they weren't sure about it, if you had the infection, if you couldn't get it again, well, I guess it protects somewhat, because I know people have had it more than one time. So that's the latest on that. Stay tuned. In the next half hour, we may have something else. If it's happening in your community, you'll hear about it from WICH AM 1310. All updates on COVID and other things locally. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Okay, I just want to uh, fill you in tomorrow. We have a a little gap at the uh, 10 o'clock hour, so I want to fill you in on it. uh, Keith C. Rice is not going to be here tomorrow. He usually does the Friday show. And uh, so Shelly usually fills in for me somewhat on 10 o'clock hour on Friday, but she is on vacation. So we will have jump rope competition. No, we will have uh, Dave El- Elder will be here uh, doing some of the uh, program tomorrow at 10 o'clock. 
So just to put everything in perspective so you'll know what's going on here at WICH, because we like to keep you posted on things. Now, I have an interesting guest after the 1 o'clock news, and that is going to be uh, at 105 on people who are addicted to the things. Addicted. Particularly young people who are so addicted that they don't do anything else. They're spending about eight hours a day on those things. That's kind of scary. And they're missing out on a lot of other things they could be doing. And it's really, it's, it's the same kind of addiction as uh, a gambling addiction, a drinking addiction. And it's really taking up so much of people's lives. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on today. Want to break that addiction? Can you go cold turkey without your cell phone or going online? Huh? Facebook? Cold turkey? Ever panic when you can't find your cell phone? Oh, Lordy. And after the news, we'll get into our lunchtime oldie break. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 94.5 W233 DV in Norwich. Yes, we're on FM2. All right, 85 degrees. Let's see what's happening. It's H. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. By now, the Justice Department was supposed to turn over redactions to a judge who's weighing the release of the FBI Mar-a-Lago search affidavit. CBS's Robert Costa. It's going to be very interesting to see what the judge here, Bruce Reinhardt, ends up deciding. Does he decide, should the government propose many redactions to release a document that perhaps doesn't signal much about the underlying evidence that led to the FBI search? And how does he weigh the federal government's concern about sources and methods being revealed, about witnesses potentially being intimidated should more information about this investigation go out? A state board is convening now in California, expected to vote today on a plan that would call for all new vehicles sold in the state to be powered by electricity or hydrogen by the year 2035. Severin Borenstein is an energy economist at Cal Berkeley. The main impact is when California demonstrates these sorts of things can be done, without damaging the economy so that other states and countries will take the same path. In Ukraine, the nuclear plant that is now in Russian-controlled territory is off the power grid. It's not clear for how long. CBS's Cami McCormick. The claim comes from the Ukrainian state energy operator, just as the head of the U.N. nuclear watchdog agency said he had hoped international inspectors would be able to visit the Zaporizhia plant very soon, within days. Russia and Ukraine have accused each other of firing at the plant, and the U.N. has called for the area to be demilitarized. Before the Uvalde school board fired its police chief last night, parents and kids, including this fourth grader, spoke out. I have messages for PR and all the law enforcement that were there that date. Turn in your badge and step down. You don't deserve to wear one. A twenty-seven billion dollar lawsuit against the district and law enforcement from families of the school shooting victims is expected to be filed soon. People in parts of central Mississippi are checking on the damage after torrential rains triggered bad flooding. The Weather Channel's Justin Michaels. In Brandon, firefighters and sheriff's deputies waded through knee-high water to rescue trapped seniors inside their living facility. 
Other communities weren't spared either, as residents escaped to higher ground navigating inundated streets as their homes and cars sat underwater. Novak Djokovic will not play in the U.S. Open that begins next week. He's not vaccinated against COVID-19, and that means he can't travel to the United States. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 31 points. NASDAQ is up 100. The S&P is up 23. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 27 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 866-88-BIBLE. That's 866-88-BIBLE. 866-88-BIBLE. It seems plenty of people took the opportunity for a nip and tuck during the pandemic. A new survey by the American Society of Plastic Surgeons shows business at 30% of member clinics at least doubled over the past two years. And over all three quarters report at least some increase, and it hasn't slowed down. One surgeon says there's been a huge boom in business since practices that were closed reopened. Some patients say they opted for surgery after scrutinizing their wrinkles during Zoom meetings. Others say the pandemic provided a new sense of carpe diem. Seize the day. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In Middletown, Pennsylvania, the high school football season has been canceled as officials investigate a hazing incident allegedly involving team members. There is video the superintendent calls disturbing and upsetting. Police are also looking into the situation. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? My name is Ron Legrand, and over the past 40 years, I've bought over 3,000 houses without using my money or credit and taught thousands to do the same. Today, even in a virtual environment, we buy nice houses in nice neighborhoods using no banks, realtors, contractors, or other costly entanglements, and build huge cash flow and wealth without the hassle of tenants, all without credit and little or no money. You don't need a license or experience, and I'll show you exactly how it's done. Text OFFER to 99799 and I'll send you my free training. I promise I'll change the way you think about real estate and open the door to a new lifestyle that doesn't involve risk or rehabs and can quickly replace your current income. Text OFFER to 99799 and let me show you how to take your life back and build cash flow and wealth from your home. That's OFFER to 99799. Again, text OFFER to 99799. It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody makes his memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer. You went away. 
knocking on the door with some great tunes for you this hour. We're just going to have a great time. Are you ready to have a great time? I even brought some balloons with me. We're really doing up big. I have a little musical party. This is called 99 Red Balloons. Back at base, box in the software, flash the message, something's out there, floating in the summer sky, 99 red balloons go by.
Interesting song by Neva. It's called 99 Red Balloons. Remember that? Got an interesting mix for you today. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. And Neil Diamond. You got to me. You got to me. Mama, she always told me it would happen She never said that it would happen like this Mama said some little girl will catch you napping Some little girl will get to you with her kiss well, You got to me, it brought me to my knees Never thought I'd say it, please Girl, you got to me Got to my soul You got control You got to me You got to be mine Used to slip through Every girl's hands like water Never was one Who could ever tie me down Straight ahead And steady as you brought them Till you brought me tumbling to the ground You got to me You brought me to my knees Never thought I'd say it, please Girl You got to me Got to my soul You got to me You got control You got to me You got to me You got to be mine You know why you got to me? I'll tell you why you got to me. Because you have got it. What is that it thing anyway? Here's Roy Orbison. Every time I look into your loving eyes I see love that money just can't buy One look from you I drift away I pray that you are here 
Every time I hold you I begin to understand Everything about you tells me I'm your man I live my life comes the big finale. That was his last big hit, Roy Orbison, and what a great artist he was. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, we're playing old-fashioned music. That's what we used to call uh, the olden days, old-fashioned days. It's also a drink. It's a modern changing world Everything is 
fashion you have to keep up with the times hmm why who said so 21 afternoon it's 85 degrees a very warm August day last couple of years we've probably used more soap than ever clean ourselves good here are the Janies a little bit of soap will wash away your lipstick on my face but a little bit of soap will never Never, never, ever erase the pain in my heart and my eyes as I go through the lonely hills. A little bit of soap will never wash away my tears. Mm, a little bit of soap will wash away your powder from my chin. A little bit of soap. Wash away my tears. Mm-hmm. Have you heard? When well, I begins to die, it leaves someone to cry. Night and day, like a bird, you left your robin nest, and just like all the rest, you flew away. Mm, a little bit of soap will take away your perfume eventually, but a little bit of soap. I wash away the memory of your name in the night that I call through the lonely hills. A little bit of soap will never wash away my tears. Soap will never wash away my tears. Mm, a little bit of soap will never wash away my tears. It's a nice clean song. We just play clean songs here on this program on WICH. Well, um, want any lottery tickets lately? It's amazing how it's. Uh, more than a million to one winning them. But somebody does it. Somebody does it. I don't know what the jackpot is up to, but you can be sure it's more than... A million to one That's what our folks think about this love of ours A million to one They say that our
was the odds on my car uh, starting in the morning when I had the green monster. Let's check the weather. Morning, everybody. Nice start. Nice day today. Mostly sunny, but hot. Uh, less humid. That's the good news. 87 shoreline, 90 degrees inland. Tonight, partly cloudy, 68. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds. Chance for isolated to scattered afternoon and evening storms. Some storms could be strong to severe. We've gone ahead and issued an early morning weather alert for tomorrow. Otherwise, it's going to be hot and humid tomorrow, 86 shoreline, 89 degrees inland. Saturday, partly to mostly cloudy, slight chance for an isolated shower, temperatures in the low 80s. Sunday, partly to mostly cloudy, slight chance for an isolated shower, temperatures in the low to mid 80s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. All right, Mr. Scott, it is afternoon, and it's 85 degrees. Coming up on our program, a dirty song. You heard a song about soap? We have a dirty song coming up. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Imagine this. You turn on the TV news and the weather folks are predicting heavy thunderstorms, high winds, and possible power outages. They say that some areas could be without electricity for days. Think about it. How would the loss of power impact your family or your business? What if the power really was out for days? System powering down. Wow, that's what it really sounds like when the power goes out. Hurricane season is upon us. Will you be ready when the storms hit your town? Hi, this is Shelly. I'm here to remind you to have your generators serviced and ready to go ahead of the storms. At Hall Communications, we use ACDC Electric. They are the largest generator dealer in eastern Connecticut and western Rhode Island. They have the most techs on the road with the best training available. They have the largest inventory of parts in stock, and they won't leave you in the dark. Visit acdcindustrial.com on Line or call Charlie at 860-886-ACDC. ACDC Industrial Electric. We won't leave you in the dark. Anybody from Boston listening out there? Hmm? You're probably familiar with a group called the Standells. Talking about dirty water. All right. Tell us who you are, guys, in case they don't know you by now. I'm going to tell you a story.
obviously they have poor taste. Uh, Standells and uh, loving that dirty water, the Charles. Does that make you want to go swimming in the Charles after you hear that, huh? Hey, how about a little magic with Frank Sinatra? Is a witchcraft. A little magic with the voice of Frankie. Those fingers in my hair That sly come hither stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it The heat is too intense for it What good would common sense for it do? Cause it's witchcraft Wicked witchcraft And although I know It's strictly taboo When you arouse the need in me My heart says yes indeed in me Proceed with what you're leading me to It's such an ancient pitch But one I wouldn't switch Cause there's no nicer witch than you That crazy witchcraft And although I know It's strictly taboo When you arouse the need in me My heart says yes indeed in me Proceed with what you're leading me to It's such an ancient pitch But one that I'd never switch Cause there's no nicer witch than you It's an underhanded compliment. You're such a nice witch, uh, Frankie. Let me, um, for those who are getting tired of the heat, I want to play this for you. You may sing along if you wish, and dance along in the sand. Here we go. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonder. Pretend that he is Parson Brown 
He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, ma'am. But you can do the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. To face unafraid the plans we made. Walking in winter wonderland. A circus clown. We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman until the other kids knock him down. When it snows, ain't it thrilling? Though your nose gets a chillin'. We'll frolic and play the Eskimo way, walking in a winter wonderland. Walking in a winter wonderland. Walking. Okay, let's get back to the summer. Hope you had a little cooling off there with Reba McIntyre. As we're mixing them up on Stu's show at WICH AM and FM now, no one puts a lot of, uh, can put up more rock in a song than the Dave Clark Five. Check this out.
She love him now that he can dance. Oh, okay, that could work out. Dave Clark, five stews, lunchtime, oldie break. Got to take a deep breath after that one. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Connecticut Army National Guard. Aired by the Connecticut Broadcasters Association and this station. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top. And he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies begin their season against Utah State. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, UConn! Our coverage begins at 2.30 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. A lot of dances come and go, but there's still a little cha-cha-cha left in us. front of the fan right now. You may practice a few of those steps again. Sad to say he's not with us anymore. Bobby Rydell, well, lots of fun in the 50s and 60s with him. Here's an expression you don't hear very often anymore. I'm tired of towing the line. When's the last time you heard that? Probably the last time I played this. Rocky Burnett, who was Johnny Burnett's brother.
I'm just so tired of towing the line. Tired of towing the lawn chairs. That's Rocky. Not Rocky, Rocky. Hey, Rocky. Rocky Burnett, Stu, is with you. This is from an album by Bob Dylan, who got a little countryish in this particular album. One of the big hits from his album, uh, Lay Lady Lay. In fact, there's a song on that album, if you ever get it. It's uh, He Does a Duet with Johnny Cash. Lay, lady, lay Lay across my big brass bed Lay, lady, lay Lay across my big brass bed Whatever colors you have In your mind I show them to you And you see them shine Lay, lady, lay Play across my big brass bed Stay, lady, stay Stay with your man a while Until the break of day Let me see you make them smile His clothes are dirty but his His hands are clean And you're the best thing that he's ever seen Stay lady stay Stay with your man a while Nashville Skyline. Nashville Skyline with uh, Bob Dylan. Sounds pretty good in that particular song. It's our lunchtime break. I don't want it to end. We got so many tunes to get to, and uh, so let's get to another one quickly. 
Before we run out, this is called Let It Ride by the Bachman-Turner Overdrive. Seven come eleven, let it ride. Those of you who ever been to a dice table. Sometimes a seven is great, other times a seven isn't, and you gotta know your stuff there. Seven to one. We're up to eighty-seven degrees at WICH. Let's catch our breath with a Ricky Nelson hit. This is called Young World. It's a young world When you're in love, you're in a 
dumb world So take my hand and let me show you Just how true young love can be And whoa, it's a young world And if you tell me you're my one girl You'll make my whole life worth living Just by giving your love to me All of the world is a treasure When you have someone to care Promise me your love forever And we'll have the whole world to share And it's a young world When you're in love, you're in a young world If you believe what I've told you Let me hold you, say you love me great voice, didn't they? I remember the first time he sang on the uh, Ozzy and Harriet show and became a teenage idol right after that. Little they know, he's like four years old, but hey, would you like another Ricky song? All right, let's play one for you to take you to the news. Uh, Lunchtime oldie mix, WICH, weekend 60s and 70s on WICH. There'll never be anyone else but you for me. Never ever be Just couldn't be anyone else but you If I could take my pick of all The girls I've ever known Then I'd come and pick you out To be my very own There'll never be anyone else but you For me Never ever be Just couldn't be anyone else but you A heart that's true and longs for you Is all I have to give All my love belongs to you As long as I may live There'll never be anyone else but you For me Never ever be Just couldn't be anyone else but you I never will forget the way you kiss me And when we're not together I wonder if you miss me Cause I hope and pray the day will come When you belong to me That I'm gonna prove to you How true my love 
just couldn't be anyone else but you When he first started singing, uh, he was known as Ricky Nelson, and then he got a little older. He said, ah, just Rick will be fine. And then when he got older than that, just R. Anyone else but you, WICH with Stu, 60s and 70s music on the weekend. Keep that in mind. After the news, we're going to tell you how to detox. Not talking about gambling, not talking about drinking, but if you are hooked on the tech stuff. And there are a lot of people who are truly hooked on the tech stop, and they'd like to at least cut down a little bit. You know, when you're not in a room and you don't have your little machine with you, do you get a little bit queasy, like, I think I hate it ring, you know, that kind of thing? Well, then it's time to step back a little bit. We have a young lady who's got some tips, particularly for younger kids who are getting hooked at a very, very early age. So she'll be joining us. Molly will be joining us after the news. Little reminder, once again, that the uh, Saturday, August 27th, 10 a.m. to 2 at Williams Park, Williams and Broad Streets in New London, Southeastern Connecticut Community Center of the Blind is having a special event. If you want more information, 447-2048. They're even going to have music and uh, refreshments, 447-2048. Personality Radio, 1310 WICH in Norwich. On your AM dial, and then we move over to the FM, if you like. 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Here come the tune and the time. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. Steve Kathan. The Justice Department's just filed a redacted version of the FBI's Mar-a-Lago search affidavit to a federal judge. CBS's Robert Costa says the next move could put more information into the hands of the public. The judge has said in an, in an order this week that he's highly concerned about the public interest in this case not being satiated with some kind of public release of information, at least to some extent. So it's going to be a balancing act in terms of what is released, if anything. Well, people who stand to get relief from President Biden's new student loan forgiveness plan are rallying in major cities like Washington. This fight is not over. We want more. We need more. This plan clears up to 20000 in loan money per individual. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. What you need to do is go to studentaid.gov slash debt relief, and you'll have to fill out a form. That means about 35 million people who don't have income information. Go do it, and even if they have your information, do it anyway. In Ukraine, there's where the big nuclear plant that's now in Russian-controlled territory is now off the electric grid temporarily. And CBS's Cammie McCormick tells us... U.S. officials say the Russians have suffered heavy casualties in Ukraine. The Russians have also relied on contractors in the war. Now Vladimir Putin wants his military to increase its forces by 137,000 troops. It's not clear whether these forces would be drafted or volunteer. A federal appeals court has agreed with a judge's ruling preventing Arkansas from enforcing a ban on transgender children receiving gender-affirming medical care. 
CBS's Linda Kenyon has the latest on abortion bans that have gone into effect today in several states. The Texas law bans abortions after fertilization, except in cases of life-threatening or severe health conditions. Tennessee's ban affects all abortions, except in the case of severe or life-threatening health conditions for the mother. Oklahoma's ban calls for up to 10 years in prison and a $100,000 fine for performing an abortion. But in Idaho, a federal judge has barred the state from putting part of its abortion ban into effect. The judge cited concerns that it would violate federal law on emergency care. It's all systems go for next Monday's launch of NASA's Artemis rocket designed to take people to the moon. The test flight will not have a crew. Charlie Blackwell-Thompson is the launch director. I find myself many mornings when I come out to go to work and the moon is up in the sky. I will look up and I will think, we're coming back. And we're coming back soon. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is up 36 points. The Nasdaq is ahead 58 points. And the S&P is up 21. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more by calling 888-598-3966. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil keeps going up. Hedge against inflation and the downturn in the stock market. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help make an investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you are an SEC-accredited investor, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects. The U.S. government needs your investment in oil, and you are allowed to write off on your taxes nearly 100% of your investment this year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to 150 a barrel. Call 1-800-278-7455. Encore Energy is a very active oil and gas operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 1-800-278-7455. Encore Energy. That's 1-800-278-7455. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us, and uh, we have a guest, as I mentioned earlier today. It's uh, Molly DeFrank is going to be with us. She is an author, and she has uh, a very important uh, bunch of material in a book that uh, I think can be very helpful, particularly as we get into the school year, Digital Detox, the two-week tech reset for kids. Hi, Molly. Hey, Stu. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. What did we do without all these techie things? Uh, we survived pretty well without them, didn't we? Ain't that the truth? You know, growing up in the 80s and 90s looked a lot different than today for our kids. All we cared about when we were kids is a rubber ball. Just go outside yep. and throw the rubber ball around. Well, it's a different ball game. I, you know, some of the things I'm sure you've researched, is, uh, is it true that young people spend as much as eight hours a day on those things? Oh, Yeah. You know, in the wake of COVID, what we saw when everyone went online, we saw that kids, 12-year-old kids, are now spending an average of eight hours a day on digital entertainment. So that's not counting school. That's not counting communicating with their friends. It's just pure entertainment. That's a full-time job's worth of hours being entertained. And unfortunately, the effects are beginning to show we are in the midst of the worst youth mental health crisis we've ever seen. Um, Across disciplines, different doctors and experts are 
ringing the alarm. This is a huge problem for our kids. ER visits are through the roof for eating disorders, for these tick disorders that are now popping up. It looks like Tourette's. It's actually a result of this social phenomenon that kids are watching these TikTok videos. They're coming into the ER presenting like they have Tourette's. They don't have Tourette's. It's a neurological, social contagion sort of thing. Our kids are underwater, and they need their parents' help. And so that's why I wrote my book, Digital Detox. It helps parents get from the status quo, feeling underwater, drowning, stuck, into freedom, into putting technology, digital entertainment, its right place in the home. You know, we, we're talking about kids right now, but l- let's face it, Molly, we can uh, get a lot of this if adults can get a lot of this as well. Oh, you are spot on. And you know what? I just want to put this out there. There doesn't need to be shame in this topic. Um, digital entertainment is not like other types. of the, the technology that's out there for us now is different than it used to be. Um, <clears throat> these tech engineers are baking addiction um, technologies into the, our games and devices and apps. So there is a physiological change happening in the brain, both for our kids and for adults. The, the brain is designed to release dopamine, that feel-good chemical, when we experience anything pleasurable, anything rewarding. Well, these brilliant people in Silicon Valley have baked dopamine release points into the games and apps. And now the amount of dopamine that's getting released in the brain is so high that dopamine receptors are actually numbing out. Now, what does that mean? It means that now you've got a situation like any other addiction cycle where it requires, the brain requires more dopamine in order to experience the same amount of enjoyment or pleasure that we once once had from less dopamine. So there's a reason why both for adults and kids, um, we're complaining of boredom when there's not a screen involved. It's because the dopamine levels cannot compete. Real life dopamine can't compete with the amount that's artificially being produced. So if you're listening, if you want a fresh start, you can absolutely do that. You can get there. And the, the problem is that we find and have found for many years, I know this because I have six kids, I tried tweaking the number of minutes that I would allow them on their devices every day, tweaking it, and it didn't help. I would still see the tantrums. I would still see the sibling conflict. It wasn't until we took it all away, cold turkey, for two weeks that we actually got the results that we wanted. And so that's why I wrote the book, Digital Detox. It's to help families get from where they're at to where they want to be. Wow, that must have been... Uh... A little war in your house, taking it away for that long a time. You, you have no idea. When I broke the news to the kids, there were so many tears. I was terrified. And that, frankly, is what holds most parents back from starting in the first place. Parents know. They know their kids better than anyone on the planet, and they know they need to do something drastic. But it's the fear of the fallout that holds us back. Mm-hmm. It's the fear of watching those tantrums play out for two weeks. Now, the good news is that's not what happens. Every family who's tried my methods that I wrote in the de- in Digital Detox, has come. Who, the people who've reported back, not everyone reports back, but from the people who have come back to me, they've said, this transformed our kids. This changed the culture of our home in the best way. And the problem is just getting over that fear that we have as parents of, man, this is going to be hard. And while it might not be easy, I promise you, your results will make it 100% worth it. Molly, as we know with uh, alcoholism, that, uh, you know, alcoholism, you detox there, and then they say you can never have another drink or it's going to kick it in again. So when the kids, after two weeks of abstaining, um, what stops them from kicking it in again? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, for most families I work with, it's not exact, it's not a perfect analogy, alcohol and 
um, and digital entertainment. Um, you know, most families want to enjoy but not binge. So, um, you know, it's unlike that alcoholism model. It's just that we need a clean break to get some clarity because this generation of parents, we're really, we're wading through a situation that we've never really seen before. We are dealing with this new addictive digital entertainment and we want to use the good parts of it. And, you know, our family, for example, we enjoy digital entertainment. Um, We enjoy technology. We love family movies. We even enjoy video gaming sometimes in its right place. So the thing that parents need to do and where they find the most freedom is taking that time out, resetting those dopamine levels for two weeks, and then you put it back in slowly so that the technology is serving you. You're not feeling enslaved to it. There's also uh, something to be concerned about is is a form of brainwashing. Sometimes we hear kids doing some very strange things because of what they've seen on TikTok or some of the other ones, even dangerous, dangerous things. And they're being shaped, I guess, with their uh, Hollywood and political uh, points of view. And uh, so that's a whole part of your sitting down and figuring it all out. Absolutely. You know, parents, we have this incredible responsibility of teaching our kids about the world and helping shape that worldview and showing them what is right and what is wrong. And even great parents, that's who I help really, are the great parents who are listening to the podcast and reading the books, and they're trying, but they're still a little bit stuck. There's some sticky points. And what I help them do is just get back in the driver's seat. You know, so many good parents are already having family meals together. They're having intentional conversations with their kids. Even if you do that for 20, 30 minutes a day, with kids spending four, eight hours a day on a device, we can't compete with that level of influence. And of course, as our kids get older, as they're older teenagers and they launch out into the world, we want them to be able to be independent um, and self-sufficient. But, you know, for now, when when we've got young kids under our roof, they need us. They need us to kind of step in between um, the comfort and the safety of our home and these toxic voices out there, whatever it is on the other side of the device. They need us to step in, give them context for it, and not leading out of fear, but just leading out of truth and wisdom and, and showing our kids what is right and what is wrong and really helping shape that worldview for them. A lot of our listeners are, are catching on and they're saying uh, with their kids or grandkids that uh – Never at dinner time. And some of these kids are sneaking in stuff while you're having dinner or hiding their cell phones in the turkey. So uh, <laughs> that's just something you should, I, everybody should put their foot down immediately. Oh, yeah. You know, I came across some really interesting research. It said um, even the presence of a phone, of a device on the table during a conversation diminishes the, the depth of the conversation because it kind of signals to people that you're not all the way in in the conversation. I, I came across another piece of research from an MIT professor, um, Sherry Turkle. She's done a lot of really great work here. And, and she said in her book that, um, that it takes seven minutes for a conversation to go from superficial to kind of deep next level, what's really going on, what's really on your heart and mind. And unfortunately, we're living in a culture where we don't allow for those boring silences. We don't allow for the, the awkwardness of mm-hmm. grappling through mm-hmm. conversation. And and our kids need that. They need to 
have a, a person who's safe, and that's the parent, um, help them sort through their days to kind of really unload on what's stressing them out, what they're celebrating, um, giving them context and reassuring them that they are fully known and fully loved by, by parents who are going to be there for them. Molly, when is it too soon? When I went to kindergarten, we uh, had finger painting and uh, clay and had some blocks, had to take mandatory naps. But now in kindergarten, I understand they probably know more about tech than I do. When is it? They, when are they too young to start this? Well, that's a really interesting question. And one thing, you know, to full disclosure here, I was one of those parents who bought in early and often. The iPad came out in 2011. My oldest was born in 2009. I bought all of the devices. It seemed like a really great solution. So mm-hmm. to be clear, there's, I don't believe there's any shame in having tried this new technology and then correcting course when it's not serving your family. Um, interestingly, in my research, I discovered that the strictest parents when it comes to giving their own kids screen time are the people who invent the technology in the first place. So Steve Jobs, for example, wouldn't let his kids near the iPad. Um, a lot of these these tech giants, they know what it does to the brain. They know how it stifles the imagination and creativity. So they don't let it, their kids near it. And it leaves us wondering, are we going to buy into the marketing or are we going to buy into what is actually true about these devices? So for me, you know, I say wait later or wait longer, start later with your kids. Um, new occupational therapists also have started identifying a new condition they're calling virtual autism where kids are presenting, young kids are presenting like they have autism, but they don't actually have autism. It's actually the opportunity cost. They're not getting the sorts of play that kids have historically had in those early years, the tactile play, the swinging back and forth on the swings, the running around, the feeling the grass in their toes. Mm. And so it's manifesting like autism. So our kids need us. They need us to roll up our sleeves and step in and I promise you, parents, you can do this thing. I know it sounds scary because I've done it myself, and it is scary, but it's simpler than you think, and the results will blow your mind. But little Jimmy has one. What do you say yeah. when they say that? Absolutely. Well, then I think we need to ask ourselves, well, what is the job of the parent? Is it to accommodate our kids every whim, or is it to kind of take that longer view and say what is, what is good for them in the long game? And, and that's kind of our job, you know. Um, you look at the, the prefrontal cortex, uh, that decision-making part of the brain is not fully developed until our kids are 25. And you, there are a lot of reasons why we should let our kids make important decisions before then. You know, as they get to be teenagers, we want to let them make those decisions and make those mistakes. But when you're looking at young kids, they do not have the whole picture. They are all about immediate, instant gratification. And so the parent's job is to, to step in between those, um, those choices sometimes and, and say no. And as hard as that is, you know, I, you can compare it to like a diet, um, what you feed your kids. Our kids, you know, when my kids were little, they would eat Lucky Charms. They would eat a box of it straight. And it's our job sometimes to step in and say, oh, this is a special mm-hmm. occasion cereal. This is a birthday cereal or, or one bowl. Maybe if you allow it in your home, well, there's one bowl a day, you know. Unfortunately, what we're doing is we're giving our kids the equivalent for their brains and their hearts of dessert for every meal. And then we take a screen break. You know, sometimes we'll say, okay, we're going to take a break. And it's like, okay, you have to eat one carrot a day, but the rest of their meals are ice cream and cookies. So we kind of got to flip this whole thing on its head. 
unfortunately, we're living in a culture where that is the status quo. People are, you look around, you look left, you look right, that is what is, quote, normal, is giving our kids, flooding them with these devices. And you, you got to take a closer look and you look at the research and you say, talk to educators, talk to principals, and you say, this is not going well. We're ready to try something new. And so that's why I wrote the book, Digital Detox. It helps parents wipe the slate clean and start fresh. Kids are going back to school, and uh, obviously you can get some good information online and with your computers, but, uh, you know, that's the other time that can can get you. And let's face it, in this country, educationally-wise, we are going down as a country, and we used to be high up on the, uh, as far as the intelligence. I wonder if this all has to, something to do with it. Yeah, I think that's a really important question, and you see there's a lot of... Um you know, this tech ed complex, There's there are two teachers who wrote a really great book called Screen Schooled from the perspective of teachers. The subtitle is How Too Much Technology is Making Our Kids Dumber. Hmm. And they had a lot of incredible research and firsthand experience in the classroom of watching kids, um, watching the, their attention spans shrink, watching, um, you know, they, they can't think critically because we're not requiring them to think critically. They're not socially engaging face-to-face with one another. Uh, Some of the research I came across said that um, kids, well, now people in their 20s are going out into the workforce, and employers are reporting that for the first time ever, people are afraid to have phone conversations. They they feel too awkward to have these back-and-forth conversations with people in the office. I mean, these are basic skills of being a human being, and our kids are, they're not able to do it because they haven't had the practice. So, you know, this is, the digital detox is a great opportunity to kind of hit pause, start over, start fresh, and then put technology back in its place so that it's, it's serving your family. I also encourage you, you know, if you want to try this thing, if you're listening, you're a parent, but you're thinking, I don't want to go this alone, then don't. Grab a friend, um, talk to some parents at your kid's school and say, do you guys want to do this detox together? There is strength in numbers. I actually have discounts from our publisher. They're offering a very generous discount. If you order in bulk, you can do it as a group. Um, your kids can even commiserate with each other. Oh, this stinks. Well, guess what? Then they'll find something else to do together. It, it'll be great. So, you know, if you want to help your kids grow their attention span, um, it's a perfect time to do this going back to school. Are your children older now? Or are they around six? Or are they, was this a while ago when you worked on them? Or? So we did this three years ago. Uh, my kids now, I have six of them now. They're ages five to 12. So my oldest is in junior high, but we've also had teenagers. We're also foster parents. So mm-hmm. we've had diff- uh, teenagers come in and out of our home. So we've gotten to see um, the effects of social media and how it wreaks havoc on that, um, their, their mental health, really. You know, the home used to be a place for for kids to come after school and leave the drama behind, Right. Um, even if they wanted to pick up the phone and call a friend, it was, you know, they're calling their good friends and they're connecting. And now there is no break. They don't get any break from the, the drama of school. They they have to be on all the time. And so, you know, just think about what you're giving your kids. This is an opportunity to give our kids the gift of person-to-person connection, of parents who care, of, of putting technology in its right place. All right, one more question for you, Molly. I think it's a very important subject and of course, we could get into suicides with kids and uh, all the stuff that is put on there. But when 
would you suspect, whether you're an adult or a child, that you really, truly are addicted to these things? Yeah, I think there are a lot of red flags you can look for. Number one, if your kids are complaining that anything is boring if there's not a device, that's a red flag. Um, if you're suggesting they go play outside or do a puzzle or a game or anything, um, it's, that's boring to them. There you go. There's there's a sign. Also, if, if your kid's sibling fights are kind of next level, there's another sign. They could be in constant fight-or-flight mode, um, adrenaline going all the time. Um, there's another sign. Um, you know, if your kids are, are kind of in a funk, if they're sad, anxious, depressed, um, give it a shot. Give a detox a shot. You know, there is a, a child psychiatrist um, who has done a lot of extensive research on this, like medically-based research, um, and, she, and in her practice, she has found that kids who come to her for a suspecting, like, bipolar disorder, ADHD, um, all kinds of conditions, she takes them through her own kind of digital detox method, and she found that up to 80% of the kids who do her detox, their symptoms resolve almost entirely after they're done with it. So they don't even have those symptoms anymore after they've gotten rid of all that digital entertainment and given their brains a fresh start. So there's evidence to support this. Um, If you'd want to do it as a family, I think that's fantastic. The last chapter in the book, Digital Detox, is about technology for mom and dad and how to modify that because we do live in a digital world and if you're working from home, you know, you may need to tweak the detox a little bit for grown-ups, but that's okay. It's doable. You can do it. Um, no matter what type of household you're in, if you're a single parent, you can do it. If you're a working parent, you can do it. I have tips for all of that. It's all in the book. You know, it would be very sad if a child is um, getting medicine for something that they don't really have, but if they got away from this stuff and they may not be ADHD or whatever they uh, are diagnosed with, it could be just the computer. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, yeah. It's you know, it, it's such a message of hope. That's what I want to encourage parents with. There are so many voices out there telling us about the hazards, the dangers of this addictive technology, and it's true. It is true. But what my book brings is a shame-free guide. It's full of hope, and it's how we get out of this. Parents know. We're listening to the experts telling us this is a problem, but parents are our experts, too, and we see the struggle in our kids every single day. We see it in the car rides. We see it across the dinner table. What parents want to know is, well, how do we fix this thing? And that's why I wrote the book. It's a, it's a hopeful, shame-free guide to how do we get out and come out on the other side of this thing, come closer as a family, and connect with each other better than ever. Okay, before we tell people how to get your, uh, your detox, uh, digital detox, the two-week uh, tech reset for kids, give us a little tip for someone who's listening right now and says, boy, I want to start this right away just to kind of ease into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there's no better time than the present. Um, I do recommend, however, that you, if you can get your hands on a copy of my book, read the first half um, before you get started. It's everything I wish I knew before we detoxed our own kids. The first half of the book is about how to get through the detox, the two weeks, and the second half is how to make a long-term plan that serves your family really well. Um, so, So, yeah, grab a copy of the book. You can get it wherever books are sold, Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes & Noble. Um, You can go to my website. I have a lot of freebies, mollydefrank.com. When you order the book, um, you you get dinner topics, uh, dinner table topics for you and your family. 
Um, there's 14 of them, one for every day of the detox. Um, some tips for convincing a skeptical spouse if you want to do this thing, but your spouse is not on board. I wrote a guide for that, too. How to break the news to the kids. Lots of good freebies for you when you order. All right, Molly, good luck with your book. I think it's important. That's why I wanted to uh, get you on the program just to discuss it with the folks because I think it's a very serious situation, and we don't even know the effects 20 years from now on some young people what it's going to do. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Stu. All right, Molly, have a great day. Thanks. You too. Well, let's take that all in. Take a deep breath. Does that sound familiar with you, your kids, your grandkids, or maybe yourself? Let me take a short break. We can talk about that or anything else. We'll have an open forum. I'm floored. I'm floored, too. It feels good to be floored. I'm floored, and I like it. Thanks to Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough for all of your flooring needs. Not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing is available for qualified buyers. By the way, thanks to all of our loyal customers for voting us Best Flooring Company by Reader's Choice for another year. Remember, Clough comes to your home to measure and give you an estimate for free. We stand behind our floors. Ask about our Carpet One beautiful guarantee and get ready to be floored with Cloughs. Family owned since 1972. Across from BJ's on Crossroads and Waterford. And at CloughCarpet1Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. The one-stop shop for your perfect floor. I saw an, old, an older couple sitting at a table for dinner and uh, they were both on their individual machines and they weren't talking to each other and I think, man there's got to be something wrong with this picture Welcome to the program Stu, I'm on first base, I just got a hit Oh good, I'm, you're, you're a hit with us Joey <laughs> Molly, man she brought back me growing up in the 60s with four other brothers and a mother and the father's in and out and Going up in Philly, I told you know where I came from. Um, I just gotta say two things. I I learned something yesterday on my. I got my antenna back, and I was listening to. Uh, you know who you are, Stubbier. You're a broadcasting journalist. I always called you. I said you're a fine journalist. You you journal better than the people on ABC, NBC, whatever news station. You do this every day. You're an incredible journalist. So I'm giving you a big five stars and five boxes of popcorn because okay. you're a broadcasting journalist. I, I, that means you're broadcasting and you and and man and you're following the stories and you're and you're playing the you're listening to the stories and you're making them a you're making it so real, Stu. Well, thanks, Joey. I don't want to get a fat head, but I appreciate the. Uh, well, I don't. I can't pick you with a fat head. I don't go to the beach and look at all those skinny guys with skinny arms and legs and big fat bellies. <laughs> I'd be checking out the other uh, the other uh, stuff. But can we? Can you turn out your show today? And I hope you have a great weekend. Good golly, Miss Molly by Little Richard and Bang That Piano, Stu. Can you play that song? I can't promise you, Joey, but we'll see what I can do. Oh, I think you can figure it out of your Stu Breyer's vault. I'll find it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Joe, thank you. Later, man. Stu Breyer's vault. We have a vault. Sometimes we find some records, music from, like, 1920. 
<laughs> it's a big vault. So what do you think? Are you addicted yourself, or did you miss that because you're online? Hold on over. It's okay. It's just when it goes overboard. You know, maybe uh, people should stop buying jump ropes and rubber balls and get outside a little more. Hmm? Just a thought. Just a thought. I was at a piano recital when Mallory's a little, little girl. And we were listening to her at the piano and the other kids. And there was one of the moms in the background who was not listening at all. But she was doing the, I don't know what she was doing, the emails, the just all that stuff. She was on her little computer and kids were struggling and playing the piano and trying to do their best they can. And I said, hmm, there's somebody who's totally addicted to that stuff at a piano recital. Road trip plan this summer? Before you head out on the open road, get your car checked at Pinnell's Auto in Montville to avoid any problems when you're far from home. And if you're in the market for a new vehicle, Pinnell's Auto Sales has a full lot of high-quality pre-owned cars, too. So you can start off your summer in a new ride. Don't forget, Pinnell's offers the most meticulous detailing service around to make your car shine and smell like new again. Pinnell's Auto and Pinnell's Auto Sales, both on Route 32 in Montville or PinellsAuto.com. The Greater Mystic Chamber of Commerce is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Mystic Bascule Bridge with events all year long, culminating with fireworks in the Mystic River, presented by Foxwoods. Thanks to Foxwoods, Seaport Marine, the Mystic Aquarium, Mystic Seaport Museum, Electric Boat, and Levine Distributors for their support of this celebration. We look forward to seeing you at the Visitor Center next to the Bascule Bridge, where you'll find history of the bridge and merchandise associated with the anniversary. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. I was looking forward to a weekend of fun with the music from the 60s and 70s. A lot of things going on. By the way, they're going to be upgrading at the uh, L&M Hospital. Upgrades in the ER waiting area, which is so very, very important because uh, some people have serious problems and can sit there for 24 hours. So they're, from what I know, they're expanding it, and it should be better. I think it's very important, that's for sure. Let's see, there's frauds been reported with new unemployment benefit system. State says fake claims are 100% identity theft. Business complaints of fraud are dogging Connecticut's new unemployment insurance benefit system. Employers say that they are receiving erroneous information about workers who are still on the job but are filing for unemployment benefits. The complaints continue for weeks after businesses initially reported fraudulent unemployment insurance claims. Spokeswoman for the State Department of Labor says the system is working properly and the problem is identity theft. And when on we go, huh? What else is happening? Boy, this is interesting. The ex-New York City Mayor de Blasio is heading to Harvard. Not as a student, but former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio is headed to Harvard this fall as a teaching fellow at the University School of Government and Public Health. 
That kind of makes me sick to my stomach. But, hey, de Blasio, a Democrat who served as mayor from 2014 to 2021, considered one of the worst mayors of uh, New York ever, will take part in a variety of discussions, events, and programming at the Institute of Politics at the Harvard Kennedy School and will teach classes on leadership and public service at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health. School said at separate announcements. I wonder if they'll have equal time. Yeah. Kim Janey, the former acting mayor of Boston, will also serve as a fellow of the Public Health School. We are thrilled to welcome Mayor de Blasio and Mayor Janey to campus. Williams said both officials grappled with public health crisis, including COVID-19, homelessness, and the opioid epidemic. At the Institute of Politics, de Blasio will be joined by other fellows, including former Swedish Prime Minister Stefan Löfven. I like to say that, Stefan Löfven. Seti Warren, Interim Director of the Institute, said de Blasio's decades of experience in local government, federal agencies, national campaigns, and running the largest city in the country will provide invaluable insight to our students and the Harvard community. Well, my opinion is, and that's just my opinion, he wasn't running the largest city. He was running down the largest city. But uh, there he's got a nice little nifty job. So he continued to do his thing. Hmm. I just got myself worked up on that, huh? Easy there, brother. Stefanowski is a threatening lawsuit after losing Nod from the Independent Party. Boy, there's so many stories to get to. But if you would like to uh, join us today, the number is uh, 889-5252. We can get some calls in before 2 o'clock. And right now it's 25 before the hour. When choosing a career path and you don't know which road to choose, maybe the best bet is to choose all of the roads. Your office will have 18 wheels and the view changes every mile when you drive a truck. To get there, come here and learn from the best. The adventure starts here with 160 Driving Academy. You can flourish with this in-demand career. Safe drivers inquire at 160drivingacademy.com or roll down to 35 Great Neck Road, Waterford. Are you or someone you know ready to enter the workforce or make a career change? If so, join us Thursday, September 1st for a regional job fair presented by the day. The free event will take place from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Mystic Marriott Hotel and Spa. Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employment, there is something for everyone. For full event details, register to attend, and to view a list of participating employers, visit theday.com slash jobfair. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
If you want to get in your licks on any of our subjects so far today, you're welcome to do so at 889-5252. We've talked a lot about the student loans. It's going to be going into effect, signed by our President Biden. There's a lot of stir on both sides on those issues. W-I-C-H, welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. Oh, you know, on um, the voting stuff going on in Connecticut soon, you know, all November and everything, well, you know, we are on the radar with Judicial Watch, you know. Why? Mm -hmm. They sent a two- or three-page big survey, and they wanted to know your opinion on what's going on in Connecticut. Uh, sanctuary towns, you know, illegals. Um, but it also had to do with, you know, uh, questions about voting and things like that. And so I, on you know me, I honestly checked off whatever I thought was not going right in the state of Connecticut. But I'm trying to say we're on the radar. So that guy, um, Tom Bitten, that sometimes is on with uh, Tucker Carlson and on Fox and everything, he's the one that puts that magazine out. And so if there's no good nicks going on in this state, I hope they find out before November. And speaking of Tucker Carlson, did you see the show where he showcased that the feds are actually going after Amish farmers? Yeah, I, I watch Tucker all the time, and uh, I did see that segment, yes. That's disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, why, number one, how dumb is it? They use horse and buggy. They, they should be showcasing these people as, look, they don't need a car. They're not using gasoline. They're all natural. Just, you know, go with the flow of what maybe someone did in the 1800s. I don't know. But, I mean, going after them. And, and you know, people like grass-fed meat and all natural products. And from what I gathered, they want to shut that kind of thing down. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, green Democrats out there that like that kind of food. So they should know. I know they're probably not wa watching Tucker Carlson, but they ought to know that the feds are going after the Amish farmers, so that's not right. And I just had to say that. All right. I'm glad you did. Okay. Thank you, my All friend. All right. Hey, have a good weekend. You too. Thank you. Yep. A little bit different this weekend uh, because Keith is out and uh, Shelley, who sits in, is out on vacation. Uh, Dave Elder will be doing some during the uh, 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock tomorrow, so you'll know what's uh, coming up. I'm going to read an uh, editorial today that was in the day paper, but first, I think we need a little Rodney. I have this uh, top 100 Rodney jokes, and I've been playing uh, a few of them sometimes uh, during the week. So let's play some I believe you haven't heard already this week. And then we'll get to that editorial. It's called, I Won't Be Masking My Kids This School Year. So here's a, a little bit of Rodney to give you a smile or two from his top 100 jokes. And he's got a lot of them. I'll tell you, I live in the only neighborhood when I plan my budget, I allow for hold-up money. <laughs> what a neighborhood. What a first day I moved in, I asked a cop, I said, how long I walked to the subway? He said, I don't know, so far no one ever made it. 
No, it's a rough building, a rough building. I tell you, rather, nothing but every night is robberies, robberies. Forget about it. nothing but robberies in my apartment building. You know, I mean, every time I close a window, I hit somebody's hands. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you, folks, with me, nothing comes easy. You know, I can't lose any weight. I tried jogging. I keep running into restaurants. <laughs> I was so fat when I got my shoes shine, I had to take the guy's word for it. I mean, I was fat. <laughs> doctors say all kinds of exercise is great. You burn up uh, energy, you lose calories. I mean, in fact, doctors say when a man likes, makes love to a woman, he burns up energy, he loses 150 calories. I made love to a girl once I lost even more. I lost 150 calories, my watch, and my watch. <laughs> I mean, the last time I made love to my wife, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing was happening. I looked right. So what's the matter? Can't you think of anyone either? <laughs> now you kid, I know my wife cheats on me. Every time I come home, the parrot says, quick, out the window, you know? <laughs> my sex life is nothing. My wife cut me out to once a month. Cut me out to once a month. Oh, I'm lucky. Two guys I know she cut out completely. <laughs> my old man, he didn't help either. Kept taking me to the zoo. He said he was hoping my real parents would claim me. And my kids, they don't help either. The other day I told my kid, I said, someday you'll have children of your own. He said, so are you. Real smart kid I got. The other day I told him about the birds and the bees. He told me about my wife and a butcher. I tell you, I can't relax. My kid drives me nuts. The other day I told him, I said, you're young. You don't have it upstairs. He told me I'm old. I don't have it downstairs. And this girl was no bargain either. She was fat. Who? Fat, huh? How fat when she wears high heels, she strikes oil, okay? She's fat. She was fat. Fat as a big girl. Ooh. Remember how we met her, hit her with my car? She said to me, why don't you go around me? I told her, I didn't think I had enough gas. Big, big girl. Well, I met her at the Macy's parade. She was wearing ropes. <laughs> uh, I always wondered how my wife got her license the first time she took the test. I found out the inspector said he wouldn't go through that again. <laughs> The last time my wife drove the car, she cracked it up, went into a tree. She told me it wasn't her fault. She blew the horn. I mean, are you kidding? Well, my mother had morning sickness after I was born. I don't know, it's not easy. I got no respect the day I was born. Really? No respect. The doctor picked me up and smacked me. I found out the nurse. She got a few in two. <laughs> now, with gambling, I'm never lucky. Well, last week at a tract, I shot off the opening gun. They killed my horse. I mean, I'm getting old. I'm not a kid anymore. I know I'm getting old. In Vegas, I played a slot machine. Three prunes came up. <laughs> I mean, people look at me, they figure I'm the type of guy I get, I get drunk and go to the track, right? They're wrong. I get high first. I get drunk and go to the track. You know what I mean? <laughs> My old man, he didn't like my looks either. But he carried around a picture of the kid who came with the wallet. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? My old man never liked me. When he took me hunting, he gave me a three-minute head start. <laughs> and on the way home, he tied me to the fender, put the deer in the car. I'm not a kid. I'm getting older, Johnny. I'm yeah. getting old. You kidding? I took a vacation, went to Mexico. I got the walks. <laughs> getting old. You kidding? Yeah. My age to me, the daily double is prune juice and an enema. <laughs> My last birthday cake. I couldn't blow out the candles. The heat drove me back. <laughs> I'm ugly, I'm Tony. My proctologist, he stuck his finger in my mouth. This girl was fat and ugly. Ooh, was she ugly? Ugly. How ugly? I took her to the beach. They asked me what I used for bait. <laughs> when I took her home, my mother put newspapers on the floor. Oh. I mean, ugly. I gave her a hickey. I got fur in my mouth. 
Now, I tell you, my wife with eating is always problems. She's a strict vegetarian. In fact, when I met her, she was grazing on her front lawn. I mean, she can't cook at all. She made chocolate mousse and antler got stuck in my throat. I'll tell you one thing, though, when I have sex with my wife, it's like magic. As soon as I get in bed, she disappears. But I'll tell you one thing, when my wife does have sex, she screams. Ooh, especially when I walk in on her. Ooh. <laughs> oh, the other night she met me at the front door wearing a see-through negligee. The only trouble is, she was coming home. Well, I tell you, I can't take it no more. But this afternoon, I said to my little girl, I says, when you grow up, what do you want to be? And she looked at my wife. She said, single. <laughs> Well, the other day I called my house, my boy answered the phone. I said to him, let me talk to mommy. I heard the kid say, mommy, it's daddy. Are you home? <laughs> I don't got no respect from anyone. Well, last Christmas, my kid wanted a BB gun. I gave him a BB gun. He gave me a sweatshirt with a bullseye in the back. <laughs> I'll tell you, nice, nice to hear you laugh, though. I'll tell you, that really is nice. Now, because where I live, there's no laughs, you know. I live in a bad neighborhood. Well, just last week, a guy pulled a knife on me. I could see it wasn't a real professional job. There was butter on it. <laughs> Yeah, but I'll tell you, Dean, since I live in his neighborhood, I was attacked only once, just once, you know? But the strange thing, the guy who attacked me had class. Yeah, he used an electric razor. <laughs> well, actually, I blame myself. I was standing right next to an outlet. Rodney Dangerfield, that's just a few of his many hundreds that uh, we'll be playing in future programs. The best of Rodney Dangerfield. WICH weather now soaring up to 87 degrees and uh, maybe a little warmer this afternoon. Lower humidity, that's a help. 70s tonight, there's a pocket of possible thunderstorms tomorrow, but temperatures way up there and more humidity. And once again, it is 86 degrees. This portion of our program is an open topic. If you want to check in on uh, any subject or anything that's on your mind, maybe we can help you. Editorial today in the day paper... I accept the risk that my kids will probably contract COVID-19 in the school year, just as they could contract the flu, respiratory virus, and other contagious diseases. For the first year of the coronavirus pandemic, my family and I were extremely cautious. I gave birth in April 2020, shortly after COVID-19 hit. To protect the baby, my husband and I pulled our then two-year-old son out of preschool. We socialized outdoors only at a safe distance from others. I limited indoor activities to work and grocery shopping, and I was never without my N95 mask. After coronavirus vaccines became available to adults, I wrote that vaccinated people could relax their precautions based on their level of risk tolerance. My tolerance remained low because of my unvaccinated kids. I still avoided indoor restaurants and masked at indoor gatherings unless they required both proof of vaccination and recent negative tests. Our son restarted preschool, but we made sure that he always masked. Play dates were strictly outdoors only. Everything changed last winter with the arrival of Omicron. This variant is so contagious with its derivative strains, such as BA5, even more so, that preventing COVID-19 became nearly impossible. Before Omicron, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimated that one-third of Americans had been infected with the coronavirus by the end of February. After the first Omicron surge, that share climbed to nearly 60%, including three out of four children. It became clear that the goal I'd hoped for, containment of COVID-19, was not reachable. This coronavirus is here to stay with this new indefinite time frame. The benefit-risk calculus 
of mitigation measures shifted dramatically. I was willing to limit my children's activities for a year or two, but not for their entire childhood. Given how careful we'd been, it wasn't easy to change my mindset to accept COVID-19 as a recurring risk. But the high transmissibility of new variants meant that we would have to pay an increasingly high price if our goal was to keep avoiding the virus. I began, I began trying to think of the coronavirus as I do other everyday risks, such as falls, car accidents, and drowning. Of course, I want to shield my children from injuries, and I take precautions such as using car seats, teaching them how to swim. By the same logic, I vaccinated them against the coronavirus, but I won't put their childhood on hold in an effort to eliminate all of the risk. It helped, too, that Omicron is milder than previous variants. The likelihood of severe outcomes, including the feared multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children, is much, much less. I wonder if you uh, feel that way with uh, some of your kids or grandchildren. Hmm? But you're now not as, uh, shall we say, keeping them back stopping them from doing things or masking them continuously. I wonder if that's the trend. Just something I wanted to pass along to you. If How you feel about it now? Are you as cautious as you were at the beginning of the pandemic? Just something to think about. In the meantime, we are open at WICH. 889-5252 is the number. I'm going to tell you about some things that are happening. Play a tune or two and get you into the weekend. Jimmy Fallow will be with you right after the 2 o'clock news. The Leffingwell House Museum invites you to be part of our annual 2022 business-sponsored Scarecrow Garden. Don't be afraid. Any business or individual who donates $20 or more toward heating the museum We'll get a personalized scarecrow in the garden and the FB pages for the entire month of October. The fragile historic artifacts and the 347-year-old building needs to be heated during winter months to prevent damage to the collections at the Leffingwell. Your donation will support the preservation and survival of the Leffingwell House Museum collections, will enable them to continue to preserve and share Norwich history in the future. They want to thank everybody for their continued support. So help out if you can and go to the Scarecrow event. That really works, huh? Does that keep some of the the crows away? I guess it does. At least we've been talking about it for years, so there must be something to it, huh? Just like you 
you know that everybody's got to lose somebody sometime but everybody can put everybody's got to lose somebody sometimes so take care that you don't lose your heart and take my advice and you always find and you'll be happy all of the time take my advice and you will see you'll be happy as you can be To what I say, I say Everybody's got to have their day Don't you know that Everybody's got to love somebody sometime Everybody's got to win a heart Everybody's got to love somebody sometime When you do, I hope you never part Peter Noon, who was the lead singer of Herman's Hermits when he was about uh, 17, 18 years old, and still so very popular. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll look out for your friends and neighbors this weekend. Very hot weather again. We're going to have some... Uh, thunderstorms hanging around so keep an eye lend a helping hand don't forget if you happen to see dinosaur tracks they could be 113 million years ago uncovered due to severe drought conditions isn't that amazing to think about it 113 years ago there were dinosaurs running around i don't know were they running i guess so how it all evolved. It's so incredible. How did they know it was 113 million years ago? Maybe it was just 112. It's amazing what they can do. These scientists. Mm-hmm. You see the pictures? You can find them online if you like. They have these big tracks of dinosaur feet. And I thought I had big feet. Holy smokes. Those are big suckers. I wonder what their diet was. Probably anything that wasn't them. Absolutely astounding. All right, we're going to close out with a tune or two here. And uh, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been fun. Did a lot of different things. Keep in mind on the youngsters if they're online a little bit too much because it doesn't really uh, feel like it's too good for them, if you know what I mean. All right? Here's a song you can sing along with. Because there's about 150 people who recorded it. To each his own. A rose must remain with the sun and the rain. Or its lovely promise won't come true. To each his own. To each his own And my own is you What good is a song If the words just don't belong And the dream must be a dream for two No good alone 
to each his own for me there's you if a flame is to grow there must be a glow to open each door there's a key I need you I know I can't let you go your touch means too much to me must insist on two more to be kissed or they'll never know what love can do to each his own to each his own one and only you to Al Martini, a Malchin, uh, Mal, Al Martini, <clears throat> Martino. Am I thinking of martinis? I haven't had one in many, many years. All I can remember is having a martini and then ending up on the floor. So uh, even the olive was getting sick. What's the weekend weather going to be? It's going to be warm. Really not too much change in the weather, except we may get a, a few thunderstorms here and there. So be aware of that. Take thunderstorms very, very seriously. So Jimmy Fowler has his talk show coming up this afternoon from 2 to 5. He also has been doing a lot of touring, and he may be coming to our area. We'll let you know, performing his stand-up comedian work. So we're working on that, W-I-C-H and Jimmy Fowler. You probably see him on the news and on Fox News many, many times mostly doing comedy routines. So I'll let you know when he's going to be in town, Jimmy Fallon. In the meantime, everybody, please be kind to each other. Get you into the news from Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310. And we're on FM2 now, 94.5 FM, W233DB.